motherfuckers say that I'm foolish I only talk about Jews, do you fools listen to music or do you just skim through it See I'm influenced by the ghetto you ruined The same dude you gave nothing, I made something doing What I do through and through and I give you the news With a twist is just his ghetto point of view The renegade you've been afraid I penetrate pop culture, bring them a lot closer to the block Where they pop toasters and they live with their moms Got drop roasters from watch robberies, niggas crotched over Mommy's knocked up cause she wasn't watched over Knocked down by some clown when child support knock No he's not around, now how that's Till you jot it down, I bring you through the ghetto without riding round, hiding down, ducking straights from frustrated youth stuck in their ways. Just read a magazine that fucked up my day. How you rate music that thugs with nothing relate to it? I help them see they way through it, not you. Can't step in my pants, can't walk in my shoes. Bet everything you worth, you lose your tie and your shirt. Since I'm no. in a position to talk to these kids and they listen, I ain't no politician, but I kick it with them a minute. Cause see, they call me a menace. And if the shoe fits, I wear it. But if it don't, then y'all will swallow the truth, grin and bear it. Now who's the king of these rude, ludicrous, lucrative lyrics? Who could inherit the title? Put the youth in hysterics, using his music to steer it. Sharing his views and his merits. But there's a huge interference. They're saying you should inherit. Maybe it's hatred I spew. Maybe it's food for the spirit. Maybe it's beautiful music I made for you to just cherish But I'm debated, disputed, hated, and viewed in America As a motherfucking drug addict Like you didn't experiment Now, now that's when you start to stare at who's in the mirror And see yourself as a kid again And you get embarrassed Then I got nothing to do but make you look stupid as parents You fucking do good, it's too bad you couldn't do good at marriage And do you have any clue what I had to do to get here? I don't think you do, so stay tuned and keep your ears glued to the stereo Cause here we go He's drinking, drinking, chicken, And I'm the sinister Mr. Kiss, my ass is just a renegade Never been afraid to say what's on my mind at any given time of day Cause I'm a renegade Never been afraid to talk about anything Anything, anything, anything Renegade Never been afraid to say what's on my mind at any given time of day Cause I'm a renegade Never been afraid to holler about anything my back to the wall, ashy knuckles, pockets filled with a lot of lint, not a cent, got a vent, lot of innocent lives lost on the project bench, what you hollering, gotta pay rent, bring dollars in, buy the bodega, iron under my coat, feeling brave, a do-rag wrapping my waves, a pockets full of hope. Do not step in me, I'm awkward. I box left the often. My pops left me an often. My mama wasn't home. Could not stress to me, I wasn't grown. Especially on nights I bought something home. The quiet, the stomach rumblings. My demeanor, 30 years my senior. My childhood didn't mean much. Only raising green up. Raising my fingers to critics. Raising my head to the sky. Big, I did it both times before I died. No lie, just know I chose my own fate. I drove by the fork in the road and went straight. See, I'm a poet to some, a regular modern day. Shakespeare, Jesus Christ, the king of these Latter-day Saints here to shatter the picture in which of that is they paint me as a monger of hate Satan, a scatterbrained atheist, but that ain't the case, see it's a matter of taste, we as the people decide if shade is as bad as they say he is, or is he the latter, a gateway to escape, media scapegoat, they can be mad at the day, see it's as easy as cake, simple as whistling Dixie, while I'm waving the pistol at 60 Christians against me, go to war with the Mormons, take a bath with the Catholics in holy water, no wonder they try to hold me on the longer I'm a motherfucking spiteful Delightful Eiffel The new ice cube Motherfuckers hate to like you What did I do? Huh? I'm just a kid from the gutter Making his butter off these bloodsuckers Cause I'm a motherfucking renegade Never been afraid to say what's on my mind At any given time of day Cause I'm a renegade Never been afraid to talk about anything 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 Renegade Never been afraid to say what's on my mind
what's on my mind at any given time of day Cause I'm a renegade Never been afraid to holler about anything Anything on my mind at any given time of day, cause I'm a renegade, never been afraid to holler about anything, anything, anything. Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show, Randy Show, America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show on the Toad Hop Network. Welcome, everybody, and good morning. Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show on the Toad Hop Network right here on beautiful Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood, California. I love saying that. Good morning, Gina Grad. It is a beautiful, brisk Hollywood morning. It's brisk. It's not going to stay brisk. I hear that uh, it's going to burn off, be nice and sunny. I hear if you talk about the weather, people will tune in all day. Oh, they're just tuning all day long. Yes, of course, we have Elijah. It really works for all the people that are not in L.A., too, to hear about the weather here. It's great. Absolutely. Elijah, right off camera here, I'm waving to him, doing things and clicking He's making us look pretty. Turning knobs and doing things. Uh, you are looking well this morning, Randy. Thank you. I got here, of <sighs> course, wearing my Gina Grad birthday present for this year, Ride Me shirt, and yeah. my Gina Grad birthday present tracksuit, which well, is thank you. my favorite outfit. I'm, I'm happy to I wash that. it twice a week so I can wear it. That like is a lot times. of washing. Because well, I wear it a lot. I get and it. And I'm running and I'm biking all the time in it, and I even wear it to work, and then they call me an Armenian jockey in this. Oh, my God. I got to get a haircut. Probably. I really got to get Yeah, we got to flow be you ASAP. <laughs> so we have all kinds of stuff going on, all kinds of shenanigans, chicanery, tomfoolery, anything else you could think of. But I have a couple of things to uh, to discuss with you momentarily, if that's okay with you. What's going on? Well, Randy, parking in Hollywood Boulevard this morning. See, that's, that's the drawback of being here. We don't have parking. Well... That's why this guy takes the bike in the subway. Yeah, but like I was explaining to you before the show, this guy would be real sweaty and makeup running down the face and issues. And I don't know if that's the look that the good people who are good enough to wake up this early in the morning just to see us are uh, checking in for. I don't know. I think you'd get a glow about yourself. You'd be biking all yeah, around maybe. town. You'd feel proud. You'd feel happy. And uh, I hate to say this, uh, you know... Yeah. I see you most of the time without makeup. Sans makeup. And, uh, you know, you look just as good. Oh, thank you. You really, really but do. You're, you're partial. You, you, you're one of those moronic friends that actually sees the, the inner beauty. These Not people even. don't I'm want that. I'm talking about the outer beauty. Oh, thank you. Because you could be a grouch sometimes in the morning. Oh, I'm the worst. <laughs> 
Thank you. So I found a parking space, but I'm not sure it's a real parking space. Oh, no. I passed it like three times. And uh, finally, I said, screw it. This keeps happening to you in Hollywood. Earlier this week on the PGP, Gina Instagrammed out a picture of a street with five different parking rule signs. Yep. 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 And how was this morning? The worst. So I found a spot. Actually, let me see if I can see that over here. I found a spot. I passed it a bunch of times. Elijah said, uh, no, I'm not parking there. And can you just move that kepi a little bit? All right. The back, first thing Randy? I notice is a big old Thank no you. parking. It says no parking, but it's a street cleaning thing. So we don't care. Oh, wait. It's not Tuesday, is it? No, it's okay. Friday. Wait. What does that say? There's also a one-hour parking. I hope that doesn't say Friday. Parking. Does that say Friday? E, what does it say? Thank God. All right. Okay. So now there's all this one-hour parking bullshit, but the arrow is going that way, and I parked that way. Oh, but you're still under the arrow? No, it's that's like 20 feet in front of me. And it, the arrow's going the other way. So then that parking sign doesn't have to do with you. That's what I said. I think that's so, the way you've so got to believe it. So this is where I parked. Uh, do you have the other picture? The uh, This is where I parked. And it looks like a space. It smelled like a space. It talks like a space. It tasted like a space. And, uh, you know, I parked in between a red thing and a curb. That looks kind of spacely, right? It looks like a space. So, I mean, it's Hollywood, so we could be totally wrong about absolutely. this. But from the outside view, it really looks like a parking space. And yeah. What do you think of that job? Mazda? That nice and clean? Oh, of course, jealous. a bird shat on it the second I got out of the shell uh, automated thing. Every but, single yeah, time. Whatever. It's like they know. They see the cleanest one and like, let's go for it, Well, boys. it's like you wouldn't choose, you wouldn't go out of your way to find a dirty bathroom. You know, That's they're like, true. oh, this is the cleanest toilet I've seen in, in miles. That's fascinatingly I just, true. I just thought of it. You just nice broke shiny my brain. Toilet. Wow. Birds shit on clean cars because they want a clean toilet. They want a clean bathroom like all of us. Oh, so Reminds me of the greatest commercial ever. It was uh, in the mid-80s. Ford did a uh, commercial for their new, uh, I think it was for their new Mustang at the time. Yeah. And they used birds that were trying to shit on a car yeah. to the tune of Highway to the Danger Zone. But the car was going so fast that they kept missing the bullets. That's hilarious. Yeah. I don't remember that. It was right after Top Gun. It was oh. amazing. You weren't even born. I'm going to find that commercial. I'm going to put it on PrettyGoodPodcast.com. And I, you're all going to watch it because that, that... I hope you do. You don't understand... How many times and instances in my life I heard that song before I ever saw Top Gun, and yeah. I don't relate that song to Top Gun. I actually relate that song to a Ford commercial, to a Ford commercial, and to my high school football team because oh, they used Randy. to not not in the eighties because I went to high school in the two thousands. In the aughts, in nineteen ninety nine, my high school would run out to Highway to the Danger Zone. Um. So, uh, by the way. I know that you were working your, uh, you did have some moves before the show started this morning. Oh, yeah. And we're getting tweeted about how you're, you had some sweet, sick moves. This I like morning. to dance. Yeah, you do. I like to dance by myself, too. Like you I, really do. I did that at the bar this weekend, and it was ridiculous. I may do it again, but this time, no booze and see how long I can go. Oh, I'd like to see without liquid courage how Be that works. Well, I don't think I need the liquid courage. I think I'm courageous enough to do stupid things that I'll dance on the dance floor all by myself like an idiot. Yeah. I think I can do it without alcohol. Oh, and then there's yeah. nothing that's going to make me stop or dizzy Nothing's going to break your stride. Nothing's going to slow you down. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yep. I think I'm going to keep moving. Is that the song? The song. It was. I was singing the song that it was. Oh. What was I doing? I don't know. 
yours had more hesitation. I don't think in his song he says, I think I'm going to keep moving. He's not going to think about I, it? I'm going to sit here. I'm going to weigh my choices about whether it's good to keep moving or not. And then if it seems okay, I will keep, I will proceed to keep moving. Yeah. I don't think that he's, uh, I don't think that the, he was that hesitant in his pop lyrics. Definitely. Now, the last thing before we move on from Hold Up Parking yes. is, uh, that thing said one hour parking. Do you have to go move in an hour? Randy. Oh, that's right. It's not for your area. Oh, Christ. If you give me a heart attack this morning, then I'll have a heart attack. Yeah, and then it'll be the Randy show. Yeah. And no one's going to watch that. No one's tuning in for that? I don't know. No, they'll listen, but I don't know if they want to watch that. Well, you're very svelte. I got my ride me shirt. So I decided to go ahead and just throw caution to the wind and park where I park and see if the car is there in two hours. And then... You feel like you're living dangerously? Yeah. Yeah, a lot. And uh, I was going down the side, uh, you know, I was walking down the sidewalk, and we are next to a building that's completely mirrored in its windows. It's all mirrors. Mm -hmm. So I stop, and, you know, I'm a girl, and I'm still fixing my hair, and I look in the the window (laughs) to look back at myself, and I'm kind of doing this, and, you know, I'm just, I took my hair out of my ponytail, and I see some commotion uh, uh, out of my, the corner of my right eye, and I look, and it's a dude in his car not honking, not being, you know, overly annoying, whatever. Just if I happen to look over there, I look and he gives me a. Oh, the big thumbs up. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it alone. I think you, I think you got it. And I looked at him <laughs> and I go, oh. That's a sense thanks. of community right there. Yeah. And it wasn't even like, oh my God, you're so hot. Get in my car. Hey, hey, you, you get into my car. It was just like. Stop messing with it. You found it. Yeah, he's you not looking to pick vibe. up on you. Just let you know you can move on. Didn't honk. Didn't scream. Didn't give the, like the like no, no nothing gross or weird. Just a, if I happen to look over, I get the thumbs up. We need an app for that kind of move. Like imagine oh, if uh, yeah. your phone went off when you when it knew that you're good, Gina. You're good. That because is a decent idea. Do you ever think sometimes you spend a little too much time doing this? Yeah, all, all girls do. Well. That's true. Absolutely. Um, so by you the way, don't know yes. when to stop. Nobody knows when to stop when they have long hair. And that's when I come to pick you up. It takes extra twenty minutes for you to come outside, right? Exactly. That's why. No, it's usually because I can't find my keys. Uh, oh. By the way, phone number here three two three six two two Toad T O A D. For those of you with this, with the I don't know if anyone has a BlackBerry anymore, but if you don't have the numbers, don't correspond with the letters like they used to. Three two three six two two eighty six twenty three. Three two three six two two eighty six twenty three. I kind of want to just take this call and see what happens. Let's see what happens. All right, I'm call so scared. Oh God! Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? Hi, Gina and Randy. It's Spencer from Ventura. What's up, Spencer? Spencer! Oh, not much. I woke up at 5 a.m. to go to Santa Maria this morning, but uh, I was listening to your pretty good podcast, and you were talking about how you want a baby elephant. Yes! Gina? Yes! There's a guy working on genetics to miniaturize elephants <gasps> so you could have desktop elephants. Shut your face hole right now. Little baby elephant? <laughs> Are you serious? Baby He's working on giraffes, elephants, and horses. Now, wait a second, Spencer. <laughs> is this like that that uh, hoax, that internet hoax, when everyone's like, look at the baby giraffe farm in Russia, and they were like the mini giraffes in people's hands? Is this, are you messing I with me? He, he, that's what his goal is. He mm. actually wants to make them. Wait, handheld giraffes? Yeah. That it could is, be cool. Basically, they live on, yeah, they live on your desk. They live on my desk? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, here's where morally I get confused, because... Yes. Do I want that? 
a thousand times yes. But we're getting to very uh, gray Jurassic Park territory. Yeah. You know, you got to leave yeah. it alone. We're not trying to, you know, genetic. And then they'll stampede against us. What if all these little tiny giraffes rise up? Exactly. It's attacking the little tiny long necks. Ex- well, long noses. Yeah. Or whatever those are. Giraffe? Oh, I was thinking of elephants. Sorry. But yet you went right along with me. If I shocked you long enough, I'd be like, this paper is yellow. And you would just go along with it eventually. Well, shit. Once at a game show, I said, Gina. That's true. You did. Uh, Spencer, would you get one of these little teacup elephants? If I could, heck yeah. (laughs) But you'd have to clean up after it. It would have to be your baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Okay, will you let me know the second he cracks the genetic code on this? I will. And are you you said you're going to Santa Maria? I'm in Santa Maria now. What's that all about? Oh, I I'm the automatic door repairman and I'm repairing some automatic doors. Of course. Nice. Yeah, Spencer, I think we've had this conversation with you. That's you, the reason to go to Santa you, Maria. You are the danger. You are the law. He is. Because uh, you want access to this Piggly Wiggly? You got to go through me, asshole. Oh. That's what you should say to him, by I'm the way. the door guy. Yeah. yeah. I am the danger. <laughs> the danger. I don't even know what I'm saying. Spencer, we love you. Thank you for the hot tip. Thanks, Tina and Randy. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, goodbye. Let's this do one more. Call. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Hi. You're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? This is Jesse from East L.A. What's up, Jesse from East L.A.? As I shimmy my shoulders at you. What do you have to say? I just wanted to say hi. It's first time calling for a uh, long time first time. Oh, long time yes. first time. We, we got a long time first time. We actually have long time first times. <laughs> we That's do. awesome. Hi, do we, Jesse? Well, long time on and off. I'm currently on. Uh, so I yeah, shouldn't have yeah. Me. Why did you have to tug at that thread, Randy? It was such a compliment before you started. Uh, I screwed up. Jesse, <laughs> real quick personal question: Are you and I Twitter friends? Um. Yeah, I am. Okay, that's why you sound so familiar. Jesse, I'm a big fan of yours. I'm a long-time first-time to you. Oh, great. Yeah, huge fan of this guy. Hey, Gina, speaking of uh, elephants, I was at the San Diego Zoo, uh, not the zoo, uh, the county fair a few weeks Uh ago. Oh, no. They had an elephant ride. (sighs) Oh. It was amazing. Did you go on it? Oh, yeah, I did. (laughs) Where where else am I going to go be able to ride an elephant unless I go to India. Again, very conflicted. Yeah. Love the elephants, would love to ride one. By ride, you mean walk in a circle inside a tent, Exactly. Right? But seeing an elephant wedged in between, you know, the fried butter on a stick cart oh. and the make your own, you know, put your name on rice really bums me out. Did the yeah. elephant look sad or he looked all right? Um, he looked like he was in a pretty good mood. I mean, I was conflicted also because I kind of felt bad that, you know, they were there basically to serve me. But at the same time, I said, I'm never going to have this opportunity again. So I went for it. And you got, and you got served. I wouldn't sell yourself that short. You may have another opportunity with elephants again. It's possible, Jesse. I think it only cost you $5. How much did it cost? Well, it was seven bucks, but I figured it was worth it. It was worth it. How long were you on that elephant, man? Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't long at all. I mean, it only did one lap around. You know, maybe I don't know a minute or so. But that's a long time on an elephant's back. Well, yeah. I mean, when you've never done that and you're nervous as hell, it seems like it takes an hour. But in reality, it was probably a minute or less. Did they? Did they have that like that thing where it's like almost like a 
like square like bars and you sit in between and you like hold on to the bars on the elephant? Yeah, yeah. It, it had like like a, a semi roll cage looking thingy. Right. But yeah, right. you hold on to it and you know, you're strapped in there, so Elephant loves having a house on its back. <laughs> Did you do this by yourself? No, no, it was, I, I had actually gone to San Diego to visit a family, so it was a cousin of mine and a niece. It was three of us. So On it was, a elephant. It was pretty nervous. It was pretty nervous even, I, we were all nervous actually, even though we were, you know. Well, you know alone. what, if this elephant could help you conquer your fears, then I think it was all worth it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's seven bucks and, you know, you I get to say that I rode an elephant, so I say it's worth it. I mean, I don't mean I to. I have a life-changing experience. I don't mean to. Burst your balloon at all, Jesse, because I think that's wonderful. For zero bucks, I could say I rode an elephant. I'd be lying, but I could say I rode an elephant. Well, he's got that whole experience. Just saying it's an option. I could say I rode an elephant. He he tell how he got on the thing, how he got in the cage, how they walked around for the whole. Yeah, if you start asking me details, that's when things would get a little fuzzy. Yeah, where where'd you see the elephant, Gina? At the elephant store. Where's the elephant store? <laughs> by my boyfriend in Canada. No, no, see, what you got to do to buy yourself time, and yeah. I learned this on the league, is you got to repeat the question back to me. All right, let's me. try. Th- okay, we love you. Now we're going to go be morons, but Jesse from L.A., it's because of you, and we love you very much. Thank you. You guys are great. Thanks, Papi. Have a good one. Enjoy right. the elephant. I'm going to do my best now. Okay. All right. So, oh, oh, so guess what? What? I rode an elephant. Where'd you ride an elephant? At the elephant store. Where's the elephant store? Where's the elephant store? Yeah, where's the elephant store? It is by my mom's house. Actually, it's by your mom's house. Oh, it's by my mom's mm-hmm, house? Yeah. Oh, I should call her and go over there. Yeah. Uh, you know what, though? It's Friday, right? Yeah. I think the elephant store is closed on Fridays. Oh, I guess I'll do it next weekend. You just got out of it. I got out of my story, and it cost me zero. That was a move. Yeah, thank you very much. I yeah, will yeah. say, you know... Very cool. You get to ride the elephant. Maybe the uh, San Diego Fair is uh, up and up. Uh, overall, I've seen elephants at county fairs, mm. and they look really, really depressed. Even more depressed than the L.A. Zoo. Although, when I went to the L.A. Zoo to yeah, find the elephants, hard. they were all hiding. They didn't want to see any. The L.A. Zoo is Shamed. so terrible that um, the elephants won't even come out of their their storage area, I guess, because they just keep them in a warehouse. Storage closet. And all the other animals at the entire thing, including the monkeys, the sheep, the horses, yeah. the giraffes, every single animal that lives in the L.A. Zoo hates people so much. They hate the world so much. They hate their lives so much. It's so depressing. They stare at the wall and stick their butt out at you. Every single one. You and know, it makes you just feel sad. I have a very dear friend. I haven't spoken to her in a couple of years because they moved to New York. But I have a very dear friend who was an employee of the L.A. Zoo who worked specifically with the elephants. Oh. And his name is Josh. And he loved those elephants more than you could possibly imagine. And I always wanted to ask him, but I didn't know how to do it without being rude. Like, but everyone says your zoo sucks. Like, what's that about? Like, defend yourself. I mean, I can understand you could love the elephant, but the place that you work at doesn't treat him that great. Yeah, And they're not happy. He's... The place that he works at, and they do treat them that great. But the That's, elephants don't love him back. Oh, see, if the, you go to San Diego, yeah. and the animals are happy. Oh, so why? Better weather. Is that? All? But we have good weather here, and we're in a decent area. The zoo's right next to. Griffith Maybe Park. it's because the school systems are better in San Diego, and they just they feel happier because they got a de- more decent education. Because I mean, they didn't have to go to U.S. L- L.A. Elephant A.S.D. <laughs> 
So Am I struggling you're trying out right to now? convince me that there's not only elephant <laughs> stores, that there's elephant school districts, you know, and that they're failing? They're failing our elephants? Is that what you're trying to tell me here? Elephant AUSD. I can't. Name it show. If I say anything stupid, which will continue to happen for the next two hours. Drinking game. I can't look at Elijah because that's when I start to feel shame. Yet, when you say something stupid and you look at me, like. No problem. You just think to yourself, he'll buy it. Well, no, not only will he buy it, but you'll say something after me that'll make me completely forget my shame. Yeah. Yeah. I outshame everybody. Um, so I we, we didn't do our regular podcast yesterday, the Pretty Good Podcast that we do at prettygoodpodcast.com, because, and it's been a while since we've taken a day off. We it, have not taken a day off in forever. And it was for a good reason. Well, it wasn't a good reason, but it was a, 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 a legitimate that's reason. The, that's the word. It I wasn't, to, uh, you know, we were hungover. Mm, well... It wouldn't have mattered because I had to go anyway. I had to go to the L.A. County Courthouse in downtown Los Angeles on Hill Street. No. No. I've been there many times. Don't ask. And it sucks. Um, But the reason why I felt like I needed to tell you this is because, okay, so I had a fix-it ticket. Whatever. I get them all the time. I don't know why. Uh, Actually, the guy... I know. Hold your fucking judgment and your comments, because trust me, I get it. I got pulled over for talking on my phone. But here's the thing. I was Mm -hmm. holding the phone with the steering wheel, and I was talking. I think that's fair. Well, then maybe he just wanted to get a peek, because he didn't end up busting me for that. He just pulled me over. And I always get busted on the same place on the 101, and I never learn. Where's your bad spot? He gets me. I'm on the 101, and then... I pretty much get on in Hollywood, get busted, and get right off at Cahuenga and have to pull back around to the Hollywood Bowl parking. Whoa. So I just do a little loop and then I get back That's on. That's a massive speed trap zone. Yep. Last time I got a speeding ticket, that area of the 101. Really? Yeah, that's where it happens. That's um, where they also get a lot of people because most people that get on the freeway in Hollywood don't know that it's a 55 zone. Yeah. And they get everybody they get for that you. shit. Real quick, scientist extraordinaire Chang Legacy... Uh, not that I should be even remotely surprised, just tweeted us the uh, live San Diego Zoo elephant cam. (laughs) So you can see if these elephants look depressed or not. Well, I think the San Diego Zoo ones, if they're putting a webcam, they must be really happy. They're having their own shows. Yeah, I'd love to. They're doing elephant podcasts. Yeah, do a split screen right now if you want to get really happy. Do do, Where are we? Gina and Randy on one side and the the San Diego Zoo on the other. And then just have a great morning. I love how Chang's advertising our competition. Because we're zoo? a webcast show. Yeah. The elephant's a webcast show. That's true. People are going to watch elephants now. But I feel like you can do, I can do both at the same time. Yeah. And the way I've been eating, I don't know which side of the screen I'm going to be looking at anyway. Hey-o! So it's not going to matter. Oh. So anyway, down at that courthouse. Yeah. And first of all, they got a real parking racket going on down there. But whatever, <laughs> we assume that. Everywhere it says like, $7, $7, $7. That'll be $12. But the sign says seven. And then in big, bold letters, it says seven dollars. And then in minuscule, after four. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not parking here. So I parked in some, literally, I think some dude's garage <laughs> that was just, he he had a podium. He had a valet podium that uh-huh. he probably used for his actual job. And then stood outside his house. It was like uh, seven dollars over here. I was like, 
All right. There's so many people that just do that, that like live near the Hollywood Bowl. I assume there's people that do that live near the courthouse. Yeah. I, uh, Ashley, big Ashley, or little Ashley actually just got here. We love her. She's a big stud. She's so cute. She looks like a way hotter. Oh, girl. She looks like the hot version of Alicia Silverstone, Reese Witherspoon, and some 80s supermodel that I can't think of her name. Just like a real like she the two of them combined yeah. with actual like personality. Yeah, she's got and, a real punum, real Shana punum. Really, just a bright and happy person. She's the best. She's awesome. So down finally, I I give my keys to some dude at his house, and I say, "Keep it. Have a have at Wait, it." You had to give him your keys. Yeah, because he put me uh, in. A, I was blocking another <laughs> car that he's swindled out oh, of some. Oh, oh. So I go, I go up to the courthouse. I figure you walk right into the courthouse. No. I don't know if you've ever been to the downtown Hill Street Blues Courthouse. I have been. I'd like to say, fortunately, it wasn't for me. I went to escort my brother, but I've been there. So you know that there is a lengthy line outside just to get in to be put through a metal detector. You know, you're you're about a block away from like you're a few blocks away from LA Live and Staples yeah. Center where you have these wraparound lines for these huge concerts. Yep. The line for the courthouse is always longer. Just as long if not longer. And filled with the most interesting looking people ever. I say you're absolutely right if you replace the word interesting with downtrodden. I didn't say interesting, I said interesting looking. Oh, that's true. They don't these, they're not interesting, but they look weird. These are people that are like you want me at 8.30, you want me at 1.30, you want me at 3.30, doesn't matter. I got nothing else to do today. So it was it was me and the And you know what? I, I had some time to kill, too, so we're all in the same boat. Uh, should we take a quick break, and then I can tell you what the line guard said to all of us, uh, who is a real piece of shit. Oh, I cannot wait. Gina's yeah. horrible courthouse story. When we come back, it's the Gina and Randy Show. Yes, we'll be right back. We'll uh, finish this up and have a ton of news, all the news that you want to talk about, not, you know, about, like, Semen and beatings and all kinds of that. Not not. That is dinner conversation right there. <laughs> it's my dinner conversation. We'll be right back. Gina and Randy show here at the Toad Hop Network. going I, just, I like this song this, who is it this is eminem's drug ballad wow you know, the one that starts with back when mark Wahlberg was marky mark we used to mix in with bacardi dark and it went kicks in you could hardly walk in the it's good shit right i just feel the playing field's more leveled now because elijah just gave you the look that i got during elephant a usd oh yeah so oh, i wait, feel check better this out. when mark Wahlberg was marky mark 
how we used to make the party start. We used to mix in with Bacardi Dark, and when it kicks in, you can hardly talk. And by the sixth in, you gon' probably crawl, and you'll be sick then, and you'll probably barf. And my prediction is you gon' probably fall, either somewhere in the lobby or the hallway wall. And everything's spinning, you're beginning to think. It's good stuff. Yeah, that's the thumbs up from Gina. Yeah, that's a real seal of approval. This is my favorite jam. Yeah, I can tell. I like it. Marky Mark and Bacardi Dark. Yeah. He found two things that rhyme. That's a good rhyme. You got to admit it. I got to give him credit for not rapping about... What's the what what's the booze that everybody raps about? Oh no, they do they do Hennessy? rap about they do rap about Bacardi because it rhymes with people party. People do Bacardi, a lot of people do Patron, a lot of people in the nineties did Hennessy. But what does Hennessy rhyme with? Bacardi rhymes with party. That's why Bacardi's in everything. Yeah, and Patron you get it on and Oh. And uh Miller Light. You feeling all right? Yeah. And uh Coors turns blue. <laughs> Doesn't rhyme, but it's true. Oh, wait, but that rhyme. Oh, my God. Oh. Moving on. So at the courthouse, big courthouse, standing in line with the downtrodden and the and the, the people who've just given up on a lot of, lot of life's goals. And this is for a fix-it ticket. Yeah. Oh, because the guy pulled me over, gave me a pass on the phone, but then I didn't have the proper registration. And so I, he's like, wait, this is old. I'm like, well, I don't know. So I had to show him that I had a new one. So uh, I'm waiting in line. I'm whatever. You know, it's it's 8.15 in the a.m. People are tired. People are chilling. And there is this Nazi line guard a-hole at the front in his little, his little outfit and his little blue gloves. <laughs> and he's got to be maybe 22 years old. And he is yelling at people and barking orders. And all he has to say, his only job is to let two people in at a time. He could say, sir, ma'am, sir, sir, ma'am, sir. That's all he would have to do, but it's two more, two more. Oh, shit. He's being a little bitch. What is he, a drill sergeant? He's the worst. And and then, I don't know who he's talking to because it's not me. And this isn't even the security guy. This is just the line guy. Yeah, with like the little pant, the smart pants suit and the blue gloves. But he's not flagging you through like the metal detector. No. He's the two more. Two more. So he's a real dick. And uh, then he's like, if you want to smoke, go over to Hill Street. Blah, blah. I'm like, who's smoke? What are you talking about? So he keeps yelling it instead of going up to the person going, excuse me, sir, there's no smoking here. Please put it out. Thank you very much. He yells at 50 people when there's one guy. And he, I swear to God, if this is how the L.A. court uh, wants to uh, let their employees run, run amok, then there's a problem. Because he finally says this. I said no smoking, and I'm pretty sure I'm not speaking French. What? The line guard. The two more, ma'am, sir, have a nice day. Sir, ma'am, have a nice day. Yells that at 50 people who don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, see, the people that get that job, you know how you become Mr. Line Guy, Mr. No, I two don't. More? You don't know how to speak to people. Yeah. You don't know how to have conversations with anybody. Elijah so the only thing you can do is scream at people. You don't know how to talk. Yeah. Well, and I figured out, he's a real bitch. And I said to the guy behind me, who was this very menacing fellow who uh, I didn't I, I sort of made a silent pact with myself that we weren't going to become friends. <laughs> but I broke that because I had to talk to somebody and he's doing his French bit and he's, you know, ch- testing out his A material. And I turned to the guy behind me who's just covered in uh, gang tattoos. And I go, 
that guy's a real dick. And this guy busts out <laughs> laughing, and he's laughing. And then I start doing shtick. I'm like, enjoy it, dude, because this is as good as your life's going to fucking get. And this guy's loving my shtick. Oh, then it works out. So uh, I'm having fun. I'm, you know, making fun of the line guard. I'm, my back is to the line guard because, you know, I'm walking backwards doing doing my where's everybody from. <laughs> you got your I own stand-up turn show. around, and it's like a bad sitcom. Mr. Two Moore's like... And I was like, oh, <laughs> a little hot in here. So I just moved through the line. But he's a real little, he's a bitch. And this guy, all he would have to say is, uh, two more, please. Uh, two more. Like, uh, he, he couldn't, certainly couldn't host at a you restaurant. Don't, you don't throw that term around very lightly. I don't think I've ever heard you call someone a bitch. This guy was a little fucking bitch. Damn. And, uh, and then I realized one thing. If you act like that as a line guard... You either really love your job or really hate your job. You're either like really, really pissed that this is the lot that your life has taken or you love that somebody's given you a little bit of power and you make it into something it's not. And I can tell you for 100% certainty, this guy had a full-on erection. Yeah. No, this is uh, – he gets a screamer boner. I mean a real screamer boner. Because yeah. I looked and I was like, well, this guy clearly goes in the latter category. Oh, yeah. No. He's loving life. At that point, when you're at that kind of position, there's you, know, you either are trying to dig yourself out of a hole to yeah. get a real life going or – You've given up. You've accepted that this is who you are. I'm going to be an asshole for the rest of my life, so I better have a job that reflects who I am. So why not have an asshole job? Exactly. But you don't have to be an asshole to do that job. I think you do. You don't. You say, uh, two more, please. Oh, sir, no smoking. Thank you very much. If you you can just say, two more, oh, please, no smoking, guess what? You're overqualified to do that job, and you can get a better job. That's why that can't happen. You have to be a prick, an asshole, a To be bitch, a public employee? To be a public employee, because if you were nice to people, you'd be qualified to make more money. That's, but they get a decent pension. Even that guy? No, probably not. I don't, he looked I don't like know the kind of guy, guy. I don't know if two more is working towards a retire at 50, uh, 75% of my income, but I could double it if I transfer the last year. I don't <laughs> think there is a pension program. I think CalPERS is working for the line guy outside of Hill Street Courthouse. Oh, my God. You make a good point. <laughs> but the thing is, is I am dead sure that this kid was in, like, ROTC. I don't know if you had ROTC or ROTC. R-O- Wait, did you just call it ROTC? Yeah, we called it ROTC. I just know it as ROTC. Yeah, like, it's like little fake high school military. Yeah. And I have friends that were in ROTC that are now fighter pilots in Afghanistan. I mean, it's a real program for real people who really want to do this. It's really cool if you're a kid and you know you're going to be a soldier. Oh, yeah. Because... Gina, admit yeah. it. You're in high school. You see the guys in the military uniforms with the guns. That is A-OK. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you do your ROTC thing and you go to West Point, whatever, you go into the military as an officer. Wow. That's what that's about. You, you're, that's basically an officer program. That's awesome. Yeah. So I knew, I knew some hot dudes in, in ROTC, man, but this guy seems like he just wanted a little taste of the sir, yes, sirs. And then he, uh, he, uh, pushed out. He wasn't, uh, you know, man enough to actually, you know, go into the armed forces. No. He decided, you know what? I'm technically still working for the, Government. I'm still, I'm still a soldier. If I bark the two more at this the downtrodden. This is my battleground. Yeah. And nobody's fighting with this guy. And, oh, and, and then it's like he's. <laughs> of uh, course. And I could tell the way his dates usually go by the way he was screaming, take your belts off. Here's where he has his advantage. Yeah. He has the best location in the world to be a prick to people. Yeah. Especially to people. Because 
You're all standing in line at the courthouse. Yeah. Last thing that is on any of your minds is pissing off a public employee in a building that's covered in sheriffs and cops and everything you else. You are 100% correct. Because you know what? If you were at just, say, say the DMV or yeah. this guy was at the library, I don't know why, but maybe he got transferred. Dewey Decibel System! <laughs> but I feel like uh, you wouldn't take that shit. No. Where no. you're at the courthouse, you already know that, hey, you know, I don't want to have to come back here next yeah. week and deal with you again exactly. because I said shut the fuck up. Exactly. And then once I get inside, this is how I know it's just him. You do the metal detector. I walk right through. No problem. And I have to put my stuff in the little tray. And I'm, there's a lot going on. I don't know where to go. I go, excuse me, sir. Um, where do I go for this, you know, to fix my registration? He goes right over there. I go, thank you very much. He goes, ma'am. And I go, yeah. And he goes, can we please have our tray? I was like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah you yeah, took okay. it like it was a lunch tray. Yeah, I was like, where do I sit? Where are my friends? Where's the cafeteria? Who has the extra tater tots? I'm holding a tray, and I'm walking it to the window. So <laughs> They figured new purse. It was not uh, a red-letter morning. I think you were def- – I mean, at that point, you're pretty defeated. It's, yeah. It's the crack of F. You're in <sighs> downtown L.A. with a bunch of scumbags. <laughs> And you get pulled in the line by a bunch of scumbags, and you're you're in, and let's just be honest. Anyone that's been to the Kill Street Courthouse, that place is gross. It's really depressing. I've been there oh. as a juror. I've been there as a criminal. How about that little makeshift like snack food area they got? I've been there. Oh, it's so terrible. It's a real shitty place to spend a day. And once I finally got to the window, they were cool, and I had to pay twenty five dollars. I don't know who. Who gets that money or why I was paying it, but I did. Whatever. Well, that's your fix-it ticket money. But I already had to pay to fix it. I can't explain it. All right. Here's all I'm going to tell you. Here, Because I want you to weigh this. Because right. I'm really having a crisis of conscience in my head right now. Okay. Because about, about a year ago, I got mm-hmm. a fix-it ticket mm-hmm. that I... In my infinite wisdom, and my dad is just cocked back ready to say that's what you get. Yep. My infinite wisdom, I never paid it. And so now the whole, and part of it was I had this fear and I kept putting it off because I never wanted to experience what you experienced. Right. Having to take a day off, go down to the freaking courthouse, do this, do that. This whole hellish experience that you did yeah. with all the registration, all going to the courthouse, dealing yeah. with line guy, dealing yeah. with metal detectors, yeah. getting your fixed ticket done, the $25. Yep. Was that worth not having to pay what I paid $600 for not paying the fix-it ticket? Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. Yay! So look at that. You saved $600 by going to court. That's how much they got this guy But for. wait a second. So you never showed up at court to do it? No. After that, they just said pay online. Are you fucking kidding me? Randy, when I didn't pay my fix-it ticket, I was told there was a bench warrant out on me. Oh, they said that, too, but then they, they also said another letter that says, you owe $1,000. If you don't pay, we're going to put a warrant out for your arrest. And then they said under it, but if you pay us $600 right now, we'll let it all go. I don't remember getting that deal. I had to suffer through terror for six months, wear a suit to the courthouse, go before a Ooh. judge. And beg for mercy. I had to pay it the second I got the letter because I was driving around in my car in Hollywood, actually. And you ever be, you ever in one of those gridlock moments, you know, it's like four o'clock, you cannot get over the hill and you're kind of stuck with the people that are next to you. Yes. And the guy behind you is a cop Mm, the whole time. That's the worst. It's the scariest thing ever. And then when you, and it's, it's one thing if you are not doing anything wrong. Yeah. But if you have a 
Fix a ticket that's sitting out there that you just got this uh, memo that and says... And he has nowhere to go. That says you might have a warrant. Yep. Out. I mean, because I didn't. It's just a threat. But it scared me so much that I, as soon as I got home, I... I I did as much you, moving as I can on yeah. my finances. I paid that, and it's like, uh, 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 uh. And I would go down to the courthouse because, yeah, that was scary Wait, as shit. moving your finances, you make it sound like, so I had to transfer from my offshore account I in uh, the to, Cayman Islands to my stuff in uh, Switzerland. I wanted to make it sound nicer than I called mom. Yeah, move your finances around. <laughs> That's what mom stands for. Move your money. Oh, um. Yeah. Sorry, I know people were digging the hair down, but it, it got hot again, or I got hot. I don't know what's happening. It's, it's getting a little toasty in so, here. So, real quick, I got to tell you, I got home, no problem. You know, I went to work, sounds like a plan. And uh, my brother says, oh, I got something for you. I'm going to stop by your house real quick. And I said, okay, great, sounds great. So, uh, he's like, meet me at your house at like 4.30, whatever. I'm like, okay, great. Meet him at my house, he gives me what he has to give me, and... In regular people world, when you drop something off at somebody's house and they, you know, the the, the product has exchanged hands, not uh, meth, by the way, glasses. No. Um, I go okay, and then usually that person takes off. Yeah, all right, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, it's, oh, it's me too, because I got stuff to do too. It was really good to see you. Hey, yeah. big uh, bro hug. Um, that doesn't happen in the grad family. Oh, you really stick around. <laughs> To the point where my brother is still currently at my house. Wait, your brother had a sleepover? Yes, he did. That is the cutest thing I have ever fucking heard. He was going to come to the show, but uh, Mr. Sleepy Pants wouldn't get off my couch. <laughs> so uh, he's probably still out cold, but he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the show with you tomorrow. I'm going to surprise everybody. I'm like, well... Surprised me by not uh, coming through. So he he comes over last night or yesterday, balmy afternoon, and uh, you know comes upstairs. We're talking, lays a couple of decent conspiracy theories on me. Oh boy! Where I you can't even because we're talking about coast to coast and who do you like? You like Art Bell? You like Ian Punnett? You like George Norrie? Who do you like? And he goes off and I, on on a couple of decent solid theories and i was like wait i'm afraid like i don't want you to know like you know too much and he's like i want these people to come get me i need a little excitement <laughs> so he said he wants to wear a shirt that says i know too much and i'm feeling chatty oh <laughs> Just wow to, to see if the see if because you know he said uh, his words not mine in case you're out there don't bother me that there are basically plain closed people mm -hmm. walking around who answer to no one's authority that have some secret government branch that are going to get you. Yeah, it's and that line know. guy. Yeah, but they know, like they look at you and they don't look away Ooh. and you just know. That's so they the just guy know and he has a look in his eyes like he knows the secret? Yeah, and they are looking for him. Well, let's put him on a webcam. They can find <laughs> him real easy right here. We're at Hollywood. Let's go. So we hung out all night, and uh, it was super fun. What did you do? Did you just do conspiracy theories all night? Or? That lasted a quite some time. Then it was uh, about six thirty, about seven o'clock, and I disappeared for a while. And he's you know on my floor on his computer, and I go, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Uh, messing with my TV and doing things that I hate." And he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm going on a walk." And he goes, "Oh, sweet." Gets up. I'm like, well, you're going to come with me? You don't have to come. You could stay here. I don't think you're going to rob me. Nah, I'll go with you. Okay? Wow. So we went on a brother-sister hour-long walk, which was 
adorbs. And by the way, my brother is, uh, for those of you who haven't met him, though many of you have, gigantic dude, fully tatted from the chin to the feet. Everywhere. As Tim Conway Jr. says, looks like he rolled around in the funny papers. Yeah. And, and while I will say, one of the nicest people ever that I met. Couldn't be nicer. From the outside, looks like he could kill you. Oh, totally could kill you. Yeah. But won't. No. Because he's benevolent. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, super nice Subtle guy. Teddy bear. So we're sitting there. We're talking about comedians. Oh, wait. I, he told me I wasn't supposed to tell this part. <laughs> Ooh, what do I do? I'm having a conflict. Tell it. Yeah, I can't. He, oh, he pointed. He gave me the. Basically. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, my loyalty. Basically, <laughs> we were just talking about comedians the whole time. There's one comedian he likes that I'm not supposed to mention that he likes because I think he thinks. Are we all going to judge him based on this comedian? He, yeah, he's a major pussy. Well, if you like Carrot Top, that's what you get. Not Carrot Top. We used to love Carrot Top when we were little, though. We were kids. Oh, yeah. We, with hey. the Pete Rose commemorative cap with the jail thing. Oh, oh props are funny when you're five. Comic. He's the best. So we're, we're sitting there. We go like an hour long walk. We're talking about comics. We're talking about, you know, all kinds of stuff. We're having a great time. Get back to my house. I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> and he's like, wait, I got to do a bunch of stuff. I'm like, there, right? So we end up hanging out. I make turkey sandwiches. We're both on the floor like little kids. We each have our laptop. We're on our stomachs with our feet kicking in the air, trading podcasts we like. Uh. <laughs> so like, wait, wait, wait. You got to hear this. It's going to blow your mind. Oh, my God. That's the greatest thing. Wait, wait, wait. You got to hear this. It's going to blow your mind. Ah. So we're on the floor on our stomachs trading stuff on our laptops for hours. And I thought we were going to watch a movie or something. TV never went on that's amazing yeah just sitting there i disappear for a while come back with turkey sandwiches like oh it's a real party bring him a black cherry uh, soda and uh we have a great time so then i'm like well it's about 10 so uh, well time to hit the old dusty you just trail. keep doing the it, it, it's you're doing the equivalent <laughs> of when you're on the phone with a relative and you keep doing yep. a, all right anyway all right okay. all right sounds yeah. good oh, so, sounds um, like a plan okay the thing was, though, I got to say, I didn't mind. I didn't mind him at all. You know, we're having a great time. And I, I basically told him this. As long as I can go about my business in my apartment, stay, leave, do whatever you want. I'm going to sleep. You, the choice is yours Enjoy what you do it. with that uh, information. So he's like, well, maybe I'll stay here. I'm like, again, as long as I can go in that room and be asleep, you can fucking have a parade. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. So... uh I went to sleep. He slept on that couch. I go out this morning. He's snoring up a Dickens. And the air con- Now, remember, it's not warm this morning. It's very cold out. My air conditioner is on full blast at 60 degrees. He is such a dude. Oh, my God. Why do they do that? Mother grad, I understand you. Why do you people do that? I do it, too. E, do you do that? No, no, of course, because he's, you know, he's, I, he's not a run-of-the-mill person. I, he's a superhero. I think that if I keep it on 60, it's never going to stop being cold air. It's always just going to be great. Plus, I need to leave it on all night because the beautiful sound of that air conditioner knocks me out like a light. Right, but I got that uh, bill coming in the mail for the fan that's on high with a 60-degree pumping all night. Invoice him. Yeah. Also, wall right units, don't worry that much about the electricity. Oh, really? Oh, good. I mean, because you hear people all the time complain about the air conditioning, and central air is very expensive. Yes. Little wall unit, even if you have it on all the time, it's not going to be that expensive. Okay, that's good And in know. most summers, I've considered it worth it. I really am, like, wowed right now. Yeah. Because this sounds like the greatest time ever, and yeah. it's something that I did this week it as well. Awesome. It's 
when you have a one-on-one with your sibling, yeah. and you're both adults now, but because usually the only time you ever see your brothers or your sisters is when you're hanging out with your family again, or it's a big group gathering, or you're doing a big And your group. defenses are so far up, you you, can, you don't even know who you're talking to well, anymore. You're, Mine are anyway. You are two completely different people yeah. when you're around your parents, because everything is combative, everything's against each other, you know, yeah. everything is this weird family circle, and it's all making fun of each other, and it's a big group thing. Yeah. But what I have always found, and I'm sure this is true with you as well, but when you're when you're one on one with yeah. your brother, it is like the the one person you could pretty much never stop having a conversation with. That's exactly what it was. And because I went to a, the Breaking Bad opening with my brother this week, yeah. we stood in line for two hours, never once stopped talking, and you know I shut the fuck up all the time in the public areas. Yeah, you do. And I can I can just completely just let go, say what literally. There's just oh, we can talk about this, or we can talk about Batman for an hour. We can talk about yeah. this for an hour. I know this, this, that. You're totally comfortable being in the same room, not even doing anything. I yeah. Mean, for years and years and years, like my brother would hang out in my room just watching me play Xbox. <laughs> Not, not, not in any sense like he was going to play, but much like we've done a few yeah. times where you watch me play L.A. Noir, just watch the experience and just maybe, watch it. maybe give a tip every once in a while, ask uh, why they need to express the semen out of the anus. And, exactly, uh, which go. they love to ask and to request in L.A. Noir. Every single day. i got to play that game again now. No. But overall, I think that's so freaking cool yeah, that you had great. a one-on-one night with your brother. And not only, you know, there were moments, though they were brief and far between, where I'd be on the couch, you know, because I was doing show prep for today, and he's doing whatever on the floor, and no talking. Yeah. Just, I'm working. You know, and, and I think he appreciated that, that it wasn't like, I wasn't like overly catering, and or you got to leave, or you got to stay. or I was like, you do whatever you got to do. It's, I'm just chilling. It's the interesting thing, because you are so comfortable with this person, because yeah. you've known them your whole life. Literally. literally and yeah. not to the point where, like, you've seen them once a week for your whole life. You've seen them every day yeah. for your whole friggin' life. Yeah. You're so comfortable with them. You don't have, I mean, because even when we have the closest of our friends over, we still have a little bit of an entertaining mode. Yeah, I mean, we absolutely. We still are, we're the host. But No matter who the friend is, how close you are. But when your brother's over? Yeah. No, you're just hanging out. You literally can live like it, they're not even there. Because yeah. it doesn't matter. Because I'm not going to go get you a soda. You're my fucking brother. Yeah, but that's the thing. I did, and it was like, like I was well, a. What are you doing? Yeah, he was like, well, thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Like, I didn't write you a check. I gave you a Hanson's. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm throwing uh, ice cream sandwiches at him. I'm doing And he, mm-hmm. he thinks he's at a hotel. Oh, no. So, he thinks he's at a hotel. He's never leaving. Oh, you're screwed. You're getting into that mode. And he goes, oh, I got to go home. I go, well, you can stay. He goes, I got to take a shower. Brother Brad, checkout time, 11 o'clock. <laughs> you got to get out of there. Yeah, uh, and there's no late checkout no. at Casa Gina. No. He goes, I got to take a shower. I go, we got those here. I got a nice one. Yeah. Oh, I got, but I, you know, I, I don't have a, uh, you know, blanket. I'm like, asshole. Right there. I have a linen closet, like a part, like a real person. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. I think he's still there. That's pretty. That's great. We could wake him up. Maybe in an hour. Maybe in a half hour, we should wake him up. Should it? Should we? we should uh, give him his wake up call. What, we should give him the wake up call. We're the wake up guy. We're gonna do it. You know, we should. That should be actually be a great show someday. Yeah. We get a bunch of list of people that we're supposed to wake up because we do the show between eight and ten. Yeah. And then we're the first voice they hear. That is a great idea. Except I feel that our services we could charge for it. Oh. We don't do this for free. The pretty good wake up service. Oh my God! You've stumbled on something amazing. And then we tape all the calls and put them on the Fiji feet. 
Well, we do it live on the PG. We do it live on the PG fee. I oh love my it. God, I love everything that's happening there. This is this is where we do our best brainstorming. Whether we've lost all of our listeners and watchers at this point, oh yeah, not really our concern because we're making uh, magic happen. Yeah, we're, we're we're learning how to make money while we're at work, people. Exactly. That's really what you all should be doing. Yeah. So um, we have so much news we for do. you. It is in. Sainable. I feel like we're going to really fill up that entire nine o'clock hour with tons and tons of news. I feel like, uh, you know, you get to tell your whole yesterday story. Could I tell a little, uh, little story? Yeah, get on that. Because I had quite a fun little day yesterday as well. Like I said, we took the day off, so I had the morning and just keep doing that all shimmy and all you want. I had the morning off. Yeah. And I decided to put myself to a challenge that. I love setting little challenges for myself. I love pushing yeah. myself to limits, especially when it's things that. Don't involve food. Oh, yeah, because that used to be the only thing I would ever test my limits for. Yeah. And while I was very good at it. Yes, you were. People don't, like, cheer you on the same way where, you know, when I would walk around or I'd come in and say, Gina, Gina, I did the double down. Gina, Gina, yeah. Gina, see that plaque on the wall? Triple King Challenge. Yeah. Gina, Gina, Gina I, I was in a Shakey's commercial. Oh, wait, yeah. that one was actually kind of cool. Yeah. But overall, my food challenges, you know, that's the only thing I ever pushed myself for. Yeah. I notice when I do other kind of challenges in my life, people are really responsive and it makes me inspired to keep going. So I've had a bicycle now for three weeks. Yep. I'm obsessed. I love it. It's my favorite thing in the world. I biked here this morning. Yesterday, I put myself to the challenge to bike six miles from my house to Lone Mart, my work. You biked. To Lone Mart. I biked to work. I commuted via bicycle. And I wish this Randy could talk to last year's Randy, who was whose only goal in life was to try and run bicyclists off the road. E, I think we have enough footage, especially with this show and all the videos we've done. Can we do one of those videos where I'm interviewing like my past self and he's just a complete freaking retard? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna do that with podcast audio. E's gonna put together a few generic responses of like 2009, 2010, passive aggressive fat Randy. Yeah. And I'm gonna interview him. And That's it's gonna, gonna be, be awesome. fascinating. So I biked. Six miles from my house in Studio City all the way to Encino, and yep. it was the best time ever. How long do you think it took for me to go six miles on a bicycle? A beach cruiser, right? Yes. Not a mountain bike. A um, old school beach cruiser. In my opinion, the best way to do it because you feel like a kid. Uh, Six miles. Yeah. Hour and a half. 40 minutes. 40 minutes. And that's not even pedaling very fast. That's fantastic. I got to say, first thing that I noticed is uh, there is a bike path that takes me almost the entire way. Oh, that's good. There's a bike lane on Riverside Drive that goes from my street almost pretty much to Van Nuys. Nice. Then you take a couple of side streets over to Ventura. It was super easy. Going home was even better because it was all downhill. Got to listen to my music the whole way. I might try to incorporate this into a, a once a week thing, maybe even do it more because... The same little feeling that I say that I get when I take the subway or bike downtown yeah. or I walk here and bike here or not drive, yeah. it makes me feel accomplished and proud and happy and That's appreciative. Great. And like, and really, the valley seems so much smaller now than it ever did. Because yeah, you're connected to it. Because you ask anybody that lives in the San Fernando Valley, and it is always a daunting task to go across the valley in the afternoon, across oh. the valley at any time. It's, it, it, it bothers people to have to go from one side of the valley to the other. When you're on a bicycle, it doesn't matter. There's no such thing as traffic because you're not going so fast. Yeah, and you don't have to 
follow the rules that the cars do. You just zip onto that sidewalk, zip around. You do whatever you want. You do a lot of zipping. And I, I love this. And it's so funny because I used to rail on bicycle yeah. all the time. But the, the car has to abide to you. You're, you're Mr. Big Shot here. You're yeah. the bicyclist. Well, don't be a dick about I, I'm it. I'm not a dick about it. If there's a bike lane, I use the bike lane. If there's no bike lane and it seems like there's not enough room for the car to get to me and yeah. the lane, I use the sidewalk. Good for you. If there's no sidewalk, then everybody's screwed. Because yeah. sometimes you're in the valley and there's no sidewalk, there's no you get bike scared? lane. Then, not so much. I bought a little mirror that I have so I can see Look behind me. I've got my nice little bike helmet. I'm listening to my Jay-Z. I'm in my own world. It felt amazing. I felt so ripped because overall I did 12 miles on my bike yesterday. Also, and this made me feel so – and really, it's a perfect time for me to feel so good about not driving because yeah. another reason why I didn't drive yesterday is I took my car in and got those new tires that you motherfuckers Thank were judging God, me for. finally. Yeah, that's just a uh, $1,000 bill down the drain. Tires and fluids and Hold check up. and – How many tires did you get? Four. Oh, you got four. Yeah, because they said two of them. Uh, the two of them you can't come out of here with. Yeah, the other two you're gonna have to come back next month for. So I'm just like, let's do it all now. I have to go to Palmdale and back for three oh, days this weekend. God. I do not need that car breaking down on the fucking 14. No, you don't. Could you imagine having your car break down in hot wind? I hate no. everything you're saying. There's, there's no way I'm gonna know. I'm not gonna strap a donut so in my car. Thousand dollars. Yeah, thousand dollar car bill. The only way I could. Ever take the edge off of that is hung out with my buddy Travis last night. Got some all-you-can-eat sushi. That was amazing because I love my sushi. And then we watched a movie. What Ooh. movie? I have never seen it. I actually highly recommend it. It's pretty great. Paul Rudd, Jennifer Aniston, Wanderlust. Yeah. It's about this couple that they go live on a hippie commune. Mm-hmm. And it's freaking funny. Is it really? Very well improv I think you'd like it. It was really, really good. It, it, I'm going to say this because this is how uh, my boss, Oscar, likes to introduce me to people. Ding dong. It's actually really good. Oh, that's what he says about you. Yeah, he says he's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. You it, sound like Oscar. It's really, really... Ding dong. Ding dong. It's actu- it actually was like I walked in... Because I, I don't watch that many movies, no. especially on DVD at home. And I was cracking up the whole way. We were having a blast. It's a trippy-ass movie. I remember... How high were you? Just two nail hits. Okay. But I, I figured out why Travis wanted me to watch this movie. In the movie, Jennifer Aniston's character takes an ayahuasca trip. Oh, yeah. you love the ayahuasca. I got to go to Peru this year. Yeah. Speaking of which, people keep telling me I got to go get my uh, passport. It takes like months to get your passport approved. Months? You're going to have to push it through as an urgent. And then they're going to look at you real close and go, why do you need to rush out of the country? To do really, really weird, illicit, hallucinogenic drugs you can only do in Peru. Oh, pass. All Perfect. right. I'm pass them right through. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, you're going to want to get on that today. I will definitely get on that. I have my passport. I'm ready to run at a moment's notice. Okay, I'm going to do that today. I'm going to do well, it. Well, this weekend. You go to Costco, get your picture taken, and then you send all your stuff in and you come back with a passport. Well, you do it at Costco? You're schooling me on Costco? Everything at Costco. I said the only thing that Costco doesn't have at this point is a medical marijuana dispensary. Oh, my God. Which you is am- right around the corner. That is going to be the greatest thing ever. 12 well, I packs don't shake of your head OG Kush. I am freaking ready. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you can only get it by the pallet. I think that's fine. <laughs> I think it's absolutely okay if you want me to buy my weed in bulk. That is no problemo. All right, we're going to take a quick old break here, a little Gina and Randy show action. We're going to come back with the craziest news. A dude, full beard, breastfeeding his baby. Bye! <laughs>
and uh, all kinds of real disturbing but great stuff. Gina and Randy show Toad Hop Network right here in Hollywood. We'll be right back. Write this, queen. I ain't seen you in a minute. Wrote this letter and finally decide to send it. Signed, sealed, delivered for us to grow together. Love has no limit. Let's spin a slow forever. I know your heart is weathered by what studs did to you. I ain't gonna start them because I probably did it too. Because of you, feelings I handle with care. Some niggas recognize your life, but they can't handle the glare. You know I ain't the type to walk around with matching shirts. A relationship is effort. I will match your work. I want to be the one to make you happiest and hurt you the most. They say the end is near. It's important that we close to the most high. Regardless of what happened on him, let's rely. It's important we communicate and tune the fate of this union to the right pitch. I never call you my bitch or even my boo. There's so much in the name and so much more in you. Few understand the union of woman and man. It's sex and the is where they assuming it land. But that's fly by night for you in the sky, right? Through these cold side nights, moon, you my light. If heaven had a height, you would be that tall. Ghetto to call the shop, you, I see that all. Let's stick to understanding and we won't fall. For better or worse times, I hope to me you call. So I pray every day more than anything. Friends will stay as we begin to lay this foundation for a family. Love ain't simple. Why can't it be anything worth having? You work at annually. Granted, we've known each other for some time. It don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine. Second, it's 
just kind of press you, listen to more than hip-hop, and I can catch you in the mix from beauty to thrift shop. Plus you shit pop when it's time to, thinking you fresh, but Justin B. Sasha so rhyme to. At times when I'm lost, I try to find you. You know to give me space when it's time to. My heart's dictionary defines you. It's love and happiness. Truthfully, it's hard trying to practice happiness. The time we committed love, it was real good. Had to be for me to arrive, and it still feel good. I know the sex ain't gonna keep you. But as my equal, it's how I must treat you. As my reflection, the light, I'ma lead you. And whatever's right, I'ma feed you. Yo, I tell you the rest when I see you. Please. The Gina and Randy Show, and Randy Show, America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show on the Toad Hop Network. Good morning, everybody. It is Gina and Randy here on the Toad Hop Network in beautiful Hollywood, California on Hollywood Boulevard. And uh, it is a good time, and we're happy to be here. I just Hell uh, yeah. we had to stall for a hot second because Brother Grad had to give him his wake up call. Did the first pretty good wake up call. And it worked. What'd you charge? Uh, this well, first time's free. Oh, you know, that's like how any we get good him dealer. Yeah, yeah, of course. And he goes, and that's the thing. Again, I don't get him. I know he's kind of half asleep. He's like, and I gotta. Oh, oh no. And I go, what? He goes, he goes, I owe you some food. And I go, please, it's fine. <laughs> and he goes, and oh no. I go, what? He goes. I kind of want to take a shower. I go, we got one of those. Yeah. What is the problem? I go, this is not a big deal. These are not emergencies. Who are you so used to dealing with yeah. that won't that has a padlock on their fridge and on their bathroom door? You're his freaking sister, for yeah, Christ's sake. Do what you got to do. I'll, I'll make more, you know, there'll be more water in the shower once you're done. Well, hopefully, yeah. once he's done with it. I got towels. Like I'm a real person. Yeah, you have- I got soap. Does he think you don't have your life together so much that you don't have towels and soap? I feel like my life is going to be constantly me trying to prove to him that oh. I am a civilized human being. I got, I pay rent. I pay my bills. I got a real car. I got a, a bathroom with really fancy hair care products. I'm a real person. Right, you and I have the same dilemma, except you're proving it to your older sibling. Yeah. I have to prove it to my younger siblings. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad no matter what way you slice hey, it. Corey, you're, you're younger than me, but my life's just uh, shit to the point where... <laughs> He bought me a uh, a poster at this Breaking Bad art show and gave me the, I know things are hard for you right now. <laughs> I would fucking mercy suicide myself if someone said that to me oh, in my family. Yeah. I know things are real hard for you right now. Oh, he's just uh, sticking it to really me. Really trying to uh, make ends meet there. Have, have a poster. <laughs> 
I feel better now. It's a really nice poster. It's a, it is a great poster. Yeah, I got to go get it framed. Um, we're, we're getting calls, and we love you for it, but we got to get to some news. We have to. I mean, it's Friday. One of the jobs we have in the world is to give you stuff that's going to be in your head all weekend that will be fun to talk about. Yeah. It'll be interesting. That, you know, yeah, interesting. It's not, you know, it's, it's not, well, by the way, just this just in. Lance Armstrong, did you hear? Oh, it's in my stack here. Well, I've heard. I think we just got to get to that real fast because it's so huge today. Lance Armstrong has dropped his fight against the uh, U.S. Anti-Doping Agency, the USADA. Yep. He's stopped his fight against them, who have already said, you know, you're you've been you know using you know you've been using things, you've been performance enhancing all this crap. All these people that say he's been doping, right? You know, they say they have ten people that can uh, Confirm, that can testify. Yeah. You know, go against Armstrong. He stopped fighting against it, which means now everyone seems, oh, well, it must be true. Yeah. He has the greatest statement ever, though, because the USADA says they're stripping Armstrong of his seven Tour de France titles today and incurred a lifetime ban on the sport of cycling. Armstrong had a statement, and it's pretty freaking great. But just before you say that, to reiterate, they are stripping Lance Armstrong of his seven medals that he won the Tour de France. That's a... Big fuck you. It is a huge fuck you, and Lance Armstrong's fuck you back is, uh, you know, the USADA cannot control these. They have no authority over the Tour de France. Oh, that's true, because it's France. It's France. It's another country. They they can ban him from the sport of bicycling if they want to do that, but they're his awards that are recognized in that country. Who bans people from bicycling? The USADA, apparently. They're really pissed that he's taking stuff to make his biking better. Mm. And again, that's allegedly because he still adamantly says it's full of shit. He says it's a 10-year-long witch hunt ever since because he's won all these things. And they got to say there's got to be some reason for it. He's not just an incredible athlete. I don't know what to believe, but I like how he says, uh, you're stripping me of my titles? On whose authority? Yeah, that's a Who good question. Who says you can strip my Tour de France title? Yeah. And you know what? I actually heard, oh, nothing, Mr. Michael Clark on KFI this oh, morning. Oh, yeah. Big news editor. He's a huge cyclist. He's in all kinds of cycling clubs and things. And yeah. You know, that guy bikes to work every day, yeah. but he didn't do no six miles. No. He lives on the other side of the hill yeah. and bikes to freaking Burbank. And he's a huge stud and he said that uh (laughs) this is so good it's going to be so hard to figure out who to give the medals to for the tour de france because the top five guys every year are also accused of doping (laughs) everybody's doing it yeah you basically the guy who came in last we're pretty sure he wasn't on anything so maybe he gets all the medals there you go yeah that's my that's my that's that's how you get it yeah whoever sucked at it so i this just in uh my friend uh ben just texted me because you know everyone's a comedian now that lance armstrong is sure one dope cyclist That's pretty good, Everybody I gotta admit. To calm down with the but jokes. All this, uh, you know, posthumous taking away your titles, you know, doing all this stuff after the fact. Like, he already won it. He already yeah. had the glory. Yeah. You know, we're not, you know, most people are going to remember Lance Armstrong, Tour de France yep. winner, seven yep. times. Guy's great. I only, I think uh, he's a bicyclist with one ball who was with Cheryl Crow. Oh, yeah, he's got the one ball. Yeah. You're doing all this to a guy who had testicular cancer? Yeah, super rude. And he says, and I totally agree with this. He's stopping fighting just because it's not worth the stress anymore. He's yeah. never going to win. He's never People are never going to believe him, and it's causing so much crap on his family, so he's stopping fighting against it. Yeah. Still believes and he's innocent. He just wants to make sure that it doesn't affect the Live Strong Foundation, which does, I'm sure, a lot of good work. But, yeah, he's uh Yeah, what are they going to say? Out. He used performance enhancers to get rid of his testicle? 
Is that a thing? No. Oh. But uh, they need to leave my Lance alone. Oh, I didn't know he was your Lance. Well, I'm a biker now. This is oh, like my idol right here. Oh, Jesus. He's like, uh, this, is, you know, this is my guy. Maybe I got to replace him in the Tour de France. Maybe that's what you were put on this earth to do. Elijah, I wish I had a camera for that face. You are making it me. <laughs> so. Holy Jesus. So Lance Armstrong uh, is getting his title strip. Elijah, of. that looked like. You sat on a porcupine while somebody, like, stuck a lemon in your mouth. <laughs> There's no other way to describe what I just witnessed. Have you seen this you? Have you seen this YouTube thing, by the way, that there's this compilation of babies tasting lemon for the first time? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. It's like the funniest thing ever. Yeah, some of them aren't fans. But they don't know how to respond yeah. to it at first because it's the first thing they've ever tasted is like, what? <laughs> and they're like, huh, it's kind of, no. Well, i got to put not, that video up pretty good. Yeah, I love com. lemon. That's great. Um, can we talk about uh, babies sucking on something else? Sure. Perfect. So, you know, the organization La Leche, it's a big, huge breastfeeding organization that, you know, they, they, the, it's the La Leche League where they say, we can breastfeed wherever we want. You know, you can't tell us where to breastfeed. We're moms and we're trying to feed our kids and we'll breastfeed in and, you know, they do all the sit-ins with mm -hmm. the breastfeeding. Well, they, uh, have a new challenge, not where they can breastfeed, but who can breastfeed. Who? Because there is a gentleman. In Winnipeg, his name is Travis, excuse me, Trevor McDonald, 27 years old. Name same age as me. Yeah. And he has a baby. And uh, he has a 16-month-old named Jacob, beautiful baby. And he says, you know, ladies, this guy, uh, this guy's a big breastfeeder. Wait, this, what? This guy's the one who wants to start breastfeeding that kid. And do we have that picture? Somewhere? Wait, how is he? Yeah. See, Wait. there's Trevor McDonald breastfeeding that kid. How's he breastfeeding a kid? Well, I'm happy you asked, Randy. He just looks delighted about it, by the way. Because Trevor, at one point, was Trevina. Oh. I don't know. A tre 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 Tracy. I don't know. And uh, Trevor is a transgendered man who opted to keep all of his female reproductive organs so he could have that baby oh. and breastfeed that baby. So it's another pregnant man? Pregnant man oh, with boy. a full-on goatee and just a, a hard look. And It's always fascinating, though, that the female-to-mans are so passable. Oh, unbelievable. The male-to-females, you can always kind of say, eh, it's a slope forehead and an apple, an Adam's apple. But these guys... It looks so realistic. He I mean, looks like my friend John. So... Yeah, this dude, lady, dude. dude. It kind of looks like uh, Mom, Mr. Mom. Kind of looks like if you take the glasses off with that with that grin, that smile. It kind of looks like Jeff the screener here. <laughs> oh, a little bit. <laughs> Jeff's way hotter though. Oh yeah. But this is Trevor, and he wants to feed that baby. And the La Leche people are like, well, "Wait a second! Now you're challenging what our idea of motherhood is." I have. And a he's like, "And what? Oh, but wait! I'm sorry. I got to tell you this. This is the best part. It has nothing to do with the story, but it's the best part." Trevor McDonald, mm -hmm. breastfeeding, you know, he, he wanted to be a man, man it up, be a man and breastfeed that baby. He's super gay. Oh. So. So wait, he's a woman who turned into a man who likes dudes. dudes, but he's got a vagina. Yes. So he's the same sexual desires. He's just. He's got a beard. Yeah. I had a, 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 an honorary, I don't know what the word is, a, a, a temporary teacher in theater in college. Uh, what are they called? They come in, they're special. I don't know. And 
she is a very famous transgendered playwright, mm-hmm. and she is a lesbian. Lesbians. Lesbian. And she was a he, then he became a she, and she likes the she's. So it's not that uncommon, apparently, to be a transgendered gay person. Well, I can understand how there's confusion on top of confusion, and if you have that... Uh, Wrapped in an enigma. And, but I can understand that, uh, you know, that... Gender identity and sexual identity are two completely different things. Listen to you. I've. All right. I could I, I get Big how they're stud. completely different things. So yeah. there can be, you know, gay trannies and straight trannies. Trannies of all shapes and colors. Now, I am all up and up on, on the gay tan- trannies and the straight trannies. Be whoever you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. Yep. My issue here with the uh, chick who turned into a dude and Boob now dad. got the baby yeah. on the titty. Yeah. Oh. Um, when you decide to change into another gender, I, Brad and I only assume, you take a lot of hormones. Oh, like yeah, a, ridiculous, a, a ridiculous amount of hormones yeah. to change your your molecular buildup, to change everything about you. Yeah. Now, isn't kind of part of the purpose to breastfeed your kid is that you're getting a lot of hormones from the breast milk? I think they're tainted. Hmm. Tainted breast milk. I think it's some tainted tap water. From or Mr. Tain- Man. Yeah, I think it's... Mom. I, I would not trust that breast milk. That sounds like Randy. it would... Because it's, it changes everything else about you. What makes you think that that would be perfectly normal and healthy to feed to the baby? So you think this baby's going to be like an aggro, like, uh, incredible Hulk because he's getting so much testosterone milk? It's possible. Huh. Who knows what it's doing? All I know is that it, it, it does not seem safe for a baby. Well, science knows what it's doing. Maybe science told him it was okay. Science, can you tweet us an answer? Science, and I think you know who we're referring to. He should change his Twitter handle to science. Chang, get on that. Is uh, this baby drinking tainted tap water? (laughs) You drinking tainted tap water? Does Chang, do you think he's at all offended that pretty much, and I I, I don't think I'm stereotyping him, but I just know he's like the smartest person I know. Well, we have other Asian listeners. I know, and it's not, no, no, I'm not even talking about that. I'm not even talking about that kind of stereotype. Am I stereotyping him in a way that every single time I am with him, I ask him a bunch of science questions? I think he handles it like any sitcom character handles it. You just get exasperated. You never get mad because that's not good comedy. Yeah. You just go, here we go again. <laughs> type, 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 type. Tap water's fine. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> laugh track. Commercial palm olive. I think that he's pretty much just accepted his fate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Hashtag science. Science. Ask science. science. Well, speaking of science, the formulas down at the Today Show are just not working at all. The algorithms. How about that segue? That was something. Uh, there has been some craziness going on at the Today Show ever since uh, Ann Curry was kicked off. Al- Everybody likes Ann Curry. Why? Why did that happen? See, I don't. I didn't like her. You did. Oh, I like. Uh, she's perfectly pleasant I, and not well, perky, which I appreciate. I'm not a TV morning show guy yeah. anyway, but uh, I I can see how I didn't think she had enough personality. Where she was the news girl forever, and she like right. I got how she did the serious news stories, and they'd go from Katie to Ann, and yeah, that made total sense. Yeah. And, but it didn't seem like she had enough personality to do the cooking or to do the, uh, hey, we're having fun on today, show. That the is where Katie us. Kirk shines. Where Katie Kirk does not shine is saying, you know, 
Four dead in a plane crash. No, that's... Yeah, that's not what Katie... Yeah, that's not what Evening news. Yeah, you're probably she's, right. She's a serious newswoman, so I get why she didn't fit on the Today Show. There's all the rumors, obviously, that Matt Lauer's contract said, you have to fire her, or I'm not coming back. Nicest guy on TV is trying to fire his co-host. And... Now, that's the rumor that's been spreading around today's show, and the ratings have suffered. Good Morning America went on Piers Morgan yesterday, you know, basically saying, our ratings are great because we're a big family. We really like each other. We really mm-hmm. hang out. If you have to go out of your way to say that, there is trouble brewing. And anytime there's a really big shift like this, there's always some kid in the corner who does not want to play along with everybody, yeah. who's like, no, I'm calling bullshit on yeah. this. And that man's name is Al Roker. Of course it is. Now, earlier this week on the Pretty Good Podcast, Gina discovered a fascinating, fascinating video that's at prettygoodpodcast.com. Al Roker inexplicably... Let me try and break this down. What happened? Oh, my God. This is so weird. I don't even know what to say. Basically, they're on the street. You know, they're doing the street thing and they're whatever. They're fake dancing and they're being, you know, uh, unusually chipper and perky and plucky for that time of the morning. And they make some joke about, like... When we're dancing, you know, like they say in Catholic school, make room for the Holy Ghost. And so Al Roker does a quick, like, take, like a... And uh, he just never stops freezing for 17 seconds. (laughs) He never stops that facial expression. (laughs) And the show goes on, and they keep talking, and Al is just sort of stuck. Stuck in that face and face paralysis. That went viral, by the way. Yeah. 17 seconds. I I saw it because a coworker sent it to me because it was everywhere. And I thought that it was camera trickery where they like split screened and just froze him. <laughs> but I was like, no, this is real. No, he did froze, he, did he, he stroke out or what? No, I think he was. He's really just trying to. He, I think he was trying to do that. You know what he was trying to do? Literally, he was trying to do gym face from the office where he would kind of look at the camera and shrug. But he's not an actor. He's Al Roker, so he didn't really know how to pull it off. So oh. he just kind of stared and, what is do I do after the shrug? I think he was trying to do Jim Face because oh, okay. she said something that wasn't necessarily funny. So and he then thought, you move on. Hmm. But he didn't know what to do. Well, so, my, my brother's theory is that he thought it went to a two-camera shot. And then he <laughs> thought he was just off to, like, you know, pick his nose and whatever. No. But he just... It, it, it's not one of those missed cue kind of things. Okay. This was on purpose. This is intentional because... They addressed this yesterday on the Today Show because oh my God. it went How viral. Embarrassing for and him. yeah, and you know Savannah and Matt and everyone's talking about it. And Savannah makes a joke about you know because they played the video and yeah. she says uh, you know boy Roker you'd be a perfect fit for a wax museum. Ah, good zinger. Al Roker says we are in a wax museum, so it all works out pretty well. Not in the best zing in the world. Wait. He's just trying to fire for everything at this he's point. He's not doing what? Wait, we are in a wax museum. So it all, yeah, we are in a wax museum. We're a wax museum. We're not oh. real people. We're wax figures. Well, that's also a decent point. I think that's what he's trying to say. Basically, pretty much on a weekly basis, he's doing these little tiny digs on the Today Show, starting with the biggest one, which was last week. They were interviewing some Olympians. Yeah. And uh, there was a tradition about these Olympic rowers who, uh, you know, after they win in tradition, they throw them in the Hudson River. Like, congratulations, you got back for the Olympics. Throw you in the river. To which Roker quickly chimed in. Well, that's really different from our tradition, which is you throw one of us under the bus. But that's Whoa! another story. Oh, that's a zinger. 
That's a real zinger. That's the zinger that he got a bunch of headlines for last week. It's why he keeps doing shit now. Because yeah, he likes... No. Roker's in the spotlight, bitch. Because guess what? You cannot fire Al Roker. No. Al Roker's untouchable. Yeah. He's not necessarily the biggest part of that show, but he's the weather guy. He's, he's Al the, Roker. He's the cantaloupe in the fruit he's salad. The, he's one of the faces of the taste. He's been yeah. there forever. It, you're not get as much as he can make a stink about he's pissed what happened. You can't shit Ken Roker, yeah. even if he's saying shit like this on the air, That's awesome. making it uncomfortable. The Today Show is becoming just this circle of despair and just terribleness. And now I want to watch. Did uh, did um, anyone respond when he said that about the? They all just kind of. It's really, really, really awkward. That's awesome. Maybe the only solution here is they finally have to say, we have to start fresh with everybody. We got to start over. Matt, you got to go. Got to get out of here. Because you know what's sad is, you know, half the reason that, you know, here's the thing. Matt was in a contract negotiation. And what a lot of people do nowadays is, hey, the economy's not doing well. Your ratings are doing well. Matt, if you want to stay with NBC, take a massive pay cut. Matt says, it wasn't my fault. It was Ann. It was Ann. It was Ann. It was her. It was her. He turns into your little brother. Yeah, so he turns into a little brother. They say, fire her. It'll be great. Well, the ratings will be great. It'll be great. Fire her. The ratings are getting even worse now. Mm. Good Morning America consistently beats them every single Mm. week now. You're not coming back to this. No one wants to see the chemistry. And, and they're doing all these promos showing like, hey, the new team and Matt and Savannah. And we're, we're fun. We're having good times. No. Like, no. That's real boring. No. And then uh, the Good Morning America people all go on Good Piers Morgan and say, you know, we actually all hang out. We're actually friends. That's bullshit. We don't just say we are. No, that's now, You that, think that's, that's bullshit? That's absolute bullshit. You don't think bullshit. George Stephanopoulos and Robin Roberts have a drink after they interview Charlie Sheen? I do not. You're probably right. Um, this just in from Chang, by the way. Science. Science got back to us and said, transgendered breastfeeding dad needs a feeding tube to get it done. Female moms give androgen, so milk's okay, but the delivery method is ew. So he might have had a little feeding tube put in. So the nipple doesn't work anymore? Nipple might be broken. Oh. Busted nipple. Busted nips. Um, here are some people who are trying to stay away from getting a busted face. Oh. Here's the thing about the Asians. <laughs> I'm waiting. To make you outroker face. The thing about Asians is that in Asian culture, they are not down with a tan at all. They like to keep their skin pristine, porcelain, milky white, beautiful. Yeah. In fact, in some Asian countries, they sell whitening cream. Exactly. Like what Michael used. And if you ever go to Vitiligo, if you ever go to Griffith Park in Los Angeles, you will see lots of, I think mostly Korean women, but I think uh, lots of different kinds of Asian women with the stormtrooper visor and the long sleeves, white gloves, yeah. turtlenecks, because they do not want their skin in the sun. Because it, 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 it is said, uh, sources say, because I read it online, um, that it's still in their culture that fair, beautiful porcelain skin that's not tanned means that you are of the upper echelon oh. and you could sit inside all day and not work. And tan skin means you're working out in the fields all day. Well, like people around here, you know, they judge you by, you know, how uh, rough your, your hands yeah. look. Because obviously, you know, oh. uh, I have not worked a day in my life. Uh, I look like a longshoreman. Yeah. Hard work out there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, if you if it looks like you've never left the house, you must be rich. Yeah, exactly. Where in all our culture, it's you have 
enough time to sit around and laze about outside and tan and go fishing and go surfing. You're not a pasty, translucent blob that sits in an office all day. Oh, yeah. You must be somebody. Yeah. So it's just a different way to look at things. It's but- complete opposite. Because, yeah, people don't usually uh, regard pale as like, uh, hey, you're doing great. Yeah, it means you got to get out more, get out of that office. So here's the thing. In China, they have come up with a new, a sexy little swim accessory that uh, that the ladies are loving called a face kini. A face kini is basically, uh-oh, we got, we got rokered. It's basically a lycra ski mask that women wear over their faces <gasps> and uh, really go for it on that beach. They look like they're about to rob a wave they, or a they, surfer. They look like they're wearing ski masks yeah. underwater. Yeah. And so it's lycra, so it doesn't, uh, it, so their skin stays perfectly beautiful. Now look at the rest of the outfit, by the way. Uh, they're in like full on, uh, hand, arm, sleeve covered wetsuits, I yeah. guess. And they look like, uh, uh, Blue Man Group. And uh, they rock that with no shame. It's the 100% opposite of a nude beach. This is insanity. They're fully covered to the point where, and I think this is a little dangerous to have that kind of small openings for your mouth and your nose. Like, it's already kind of tough to breathe out there. Do you really want to make it that much harder? Yeah, it seems like a real pain in the ass. Oh, see, they even have the umbrellas. They're rocking umbrellas in the water. How about you're you're rocking the face? I love this one right here. Elijah's got on screen. Um, She's rocking a face (laughs) kini. And a mini mouse swimsuit, mm-hmm. and she's got floaties. She's got floaties, and she is not of the floaty age. No, and also the water goes up to about her below her hips. So I don't know what she's afraid of, but she is prepared for anything. Here's the question: If you have to go through all of this, if you are that worried about the sun, why the fuck would you ever go to the beach? Because they got the waves and the sand. Can you imagine getting sand in that thing? Ugh. Oh, God. Yeah, this seems like a terrible, a terrible idea. Terrible, terrible idea. Go into your indoor pool if they have those in China and yeah. live, live your life. Live your life. So the face kini is a no for you? I am not into the face kini all right. at all. I think I would start foaming at the mouth and grasping for air and feeling like I was completely claustrophobic and uh, rip it off my face. <laughs> Pretty damn disgusting. All right, Gina, we got to take that's, a break. That's when I know you're not listening to me. I heard you. Well, what can you do? Elijah knows what I'm talking about or he wouldn't be laughing. But what can you do? All right, we got to go to break. <laughs> Look at Elijah. Now I forgot what I was saying. I know. When we come back, <laughs> Gina Grad is responsible for something terrible in my life. What do I do? You'll find out. Oh, Christ. All right, we'll be right back. Gina and Randy show, Hollywood Boulevard on the Toad Hop Network. Makes up words a lot.
Welcome back, everybody, to the Gina and Randy show right here on the Toad Hop Network in beautiful Hollywood on a Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, we just got the most disgusting Twitter tweet from Science. Science! Uh, who says to us that in Japan, women dye their teeth black to make their skin look whiter. Ooh. I hope that's not true. That sounds like the worst idea ever. Yeah. I. What is this fascination with lightening your skin? I don't know. And, also, Sarah... So, yeah. So in Japan, like on a Japanese pretty good podcast show over there, and uh, are they like shocked by all the tanning the stories, all the bronzers, the mystic and, tan? Absolutely. I, mean, I know we had the lady out here who was tanning to the point where her entire skin looked like leather. She but was disgusting. Overall, I think we're pretty good with the. And I get how tan, you know, tan's healthy. Pale is not. Yeah, and they think the opposite. Serafima said, I had a Vietnamese coworker who constantly complimented my quite pale skin, and I never understood why she was obsessed, so thank you. There you go. And uh, they, uh, Finn487 thinks that they're just showing solidarity for Pussy Riot, who's in jail. You know, Are you familiar with Pussy Riot? Pussy Riot? The Russian punk band that's a bunch of chicks who wear those masks. And they actually got put in jail in Russia for... Hooliganism. Hooliganism. And they're in jail right now. That. Uh, so that sucks. So that's yes, a whole bunch. solidarity to Pussy Riot. So uh, what do you have for us, Randall? Well, Gina, yesterday I finally bit the bullet and did something that you dared me to do. Have I dared you to do anything lately? Yeah. What? I bought Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my God! You, I didn't think you were really gonna do it. You told me to do it! You said I wasn't allowed to bring the Hunger Games, which I asked you a week ago for, and you still haven't My friend brought. has it. Yeah, so obviously I knew I was never going to get that. I wanted you to read Fifty Shades of Grey. So I bought Fifty Shades of Grey. And give a book report. I have read ten pages of it so far, so the book report's going to come in a while. But What do you think? Well, ten pages in, number the first thing I learned, I really need to learn how to like focus, because... Oh, yeah. I read like a dyslexic nut job. Are you dyslexic? Kill yeah. You really are? Mm -hmm. You see letters backwards and upside down? Even, even worse, it's like, because uh, it's not letters so much, yeah. it's lines. Like, I'll read a paragraph and I see the first line, then the third line, then the second line. Maybe you're just not used to reading. There's that. And you gotta just take a piece of paper and read like this and go line by line. Oh. That'll, that'll change everything. Oh, I like that. This is not, this is, in fact, not science. It's, I have, it's been a long time since I've read a book, okay? But ten not pages, dyslexic. Ten pages in, uh, she's still interviewing the guy, and she notices how hot she is or something. All right. Uh, but I'm going to read it. Okay. I'm going to read a book. But this Fifty Shades of Grey, I, I, I guess it's a good time to be getting on this train. Do you know Fifty Shades of Grey is saving the economy? Okay. Fifty Shades of Grey is one of the few things responsible for some boosts in industry in 2012, including Barnes & Noble came out with their quarterly report, and they attribute to in a very... Are there still Barnes & Nobles? There are. That's where I got my oh, book. Wow. You know that, that place on Ventura and Laurel that says, like, Bookstar? That's yeah. a Barnes & Noble. Oh. Yeah. I like that Bookstar. It's great. That's where I got my Fifty Shades. Nice. And where I was looking around in, like... Like pharmacies and little yeah. tiny shops, because I didn't know where you buy. You books. asked me if Gelson's had Fifty Shades. They of Grey. did not have Fifty yeah. Shades of Grey. But you go into this place, first thing in there, whole bunch of them, and there's like you know, there's three of them, right? There's like Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades Darker, and then like Fifty One Shades of Grey. 
Is that like Friday, next Friday, and the Friday There's after There's a next? trilogy. I, I could have bought the whole trilogy, oh, but I thought I might start off time, with one yeah. at a time. So, so what's up? Uh, yeah, no. Barnes & Noble says they attribute their same-store growth figures to, number one, obviously, you know, all the borders shut down. Right. But two, to 50 shades of gray. Ridiculously strong sales of 50 shades wow. of gray. It goes further than just bookstores because Church & Dwight, the company that owns Trojan, says uh, we've had a huge spike in vibrators since Anastasia met Christian, the characters in uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, because his name is Christian Grey. Uh, oh, also it's said, like Poetic Justice with Janet Jackson. Yeah. Her name is Justice, and she was poetic. Oh, it's so great. Oh, God. Trojan Brand's Vibrations line of sexual devices, which we have been... We believe has been aided by the popularity of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Babeland, a sex toy marketplace. It is. It, it's called Babeland. There's also a Toys in Babeland they as have, opposed to Babes in Toyland, yeah. which is hilarious. Amazing. They have seen a 40% increase in sex toys in the last few months. Fantastic. Including... An eye-popping increase for bondage toys. Yep, 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 yep. There's iPad covers with the with like lines from the book, and there's no. there's breaking there's merchandise for Fifty Shades of Grey. It's blowing up. It's taking over the world. So perfect time for me to get, get on, on the board. train. I'm and gonna read a book. I wonder if Lowe's and Home Depot are experiencing uh, a run on rope and duct tape and possibly bondage gear. Yeah, crazy, crazy bondage. Well. I heard it's a real piece of shit, so I can't wait for you to finish it. I uh, I got the best review I saw of it so far is from our friend Chandra. Oh yeah, who compared it in much like uh, it's much like reading a magic mic. Mm. It is terrible. It is awful. I enjoyed every second of it. Absolutely. Okay, I cannot wait for you to tell us all about it. If I read the whole book, will you read it? Oh. Because that's like, I, that gives me a goal. I. But read. if you read it and give me a thorough book report, it's so we don't have to read it. But you might want to. We'll see. All right. I can't be. Oh, God. Supposed to be real. Girl's supposed to love yeah, that but book. I don't need that. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, so you're into The Office. You love The Office. I'm a huge fan of The Office. I would love Me to too. say as as many things in my life, I would not be watching The Office if it was not for Gina Grad. Thank you very much. You dragged me kicking and screaming into Dunder Mifflin, and thank you so much. <laughs> well, The Office is fantastic, and it's gone through a lot of changes. No more Michael Scott, man. Steve Carell, he's off. He's doing the movie thing. And now come the shit shows. They're doing all these spinoffs and all these, you know, the stars are breaking away and doing other things. They're trying to pump as much yeah. lifeblood as they can out of this show. They, I mean, this is what happened to Happy Days in the yeah. 70s. They just they, Everyone wants to leave, but except the network. Exactly. That's when you get your Joni Loves Chachi. So the next uh, spinoff from The Office is supposed to be a show called... The farm. Dwight loves beets. Sort of. Jeez. It's about he and his brother Jeb that we've never been introduced to. Wait, what about Mose? No, Mose is his cousin. But it, you know, Mose is one of the creators of The Office. That's fascinating. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Jeb will play a, a Jeb Schrute, of course, a happy-go-lucky guy who's excited but not capable, wah, wah, oh. motivating, uh, motivated but lack of following through in the potential Office spinoff called The Farm. This is from Hollywood Reporter. The project centers on Dwight, which is, you know, Rain Wilson, as a beet farmer, running a bed and breakfast inn and is being approached as a potential backdoor pilot. Oh, sorry, this isn't part of the character description anymore. I was confused. Yeah, I'm backdoor like, wait. Backdoor pilot. 
You know, like, because I was thinking for a second, wait. That's a great name for a gay porn, by the way. Because you said, like, Dwight doing the bread and breakfast. Like, wait, that was already a plot line in the office. Yeah, but they're going to spin it off to the farm where he is the B&B owner, and it's him and his brother, Jeb. So then he's leaving the office? We'll see, because it's slated to run as an episode uh, in the fall. Oh. Maybe give it a try. Wait, wait, wait. They're doing the old school like they used to do on Fox with the Married crossover. with Children where it's the crossover spinoff, literally the spinoff show. How do you think Facts of Life started? Because the Drummonds from Different Strokes would go over to visit Mrs. Garrett. How about in freaking Happy Days when just magically Mork from Ork froze the world but Fonzie was still around? That's right. That's how Mork and Mindy started. Because he met Fonzie. That's a bum out. There are 8,000 spinoffs related to Happy Days, including Joni Loves Chachi. And Happy Days spinoff. Lenny and Squiggy, Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. So let me uh, just give you this hot little description. While Jeb has tried several different career paths as a worm farmer, big uh, foot hunter, army farmer, and now, I don't know what that means, and now running a successful pot farm in Northern California, he lacks Dwight's sense of principle, hierarchy, and work ethic. He also uh, is said to have made his own exercise video of things you can do with a knife and a canoe. Should the farm be ordered to series, this guy, uh, Thomas Middleditch, who will play Jeb, uh, would be a series regular. So we'll all keep our eye out for so that. So they're shooting a pilot. And perfect timing for them to want to start planning this uh, this office spinoff because they just announced this week this will be the final season of The Office. <gasps> what is it, nine? It's nine. Oh it's God. they've only They realized we can only do two years post-Steve Carell. Yeah. We cannot keep this thing going. It is not going to work because... They were tasked with, you know, is the network going to have to stand behind their terrible decision of keeping going, like Happy Days did, where they ran the show for six years after Richie yes. left. Yes. They, le- they ran the show after everybody left. Even Potsy left. Ralph Melf was the only person still on that show. You know, when Anson Williams says, uh, I think I have better things to do, it's time to close up shop. And they just have to keep writing new characters and changing things. And yeah, I'm sure you could still do the show. But, but should why? you? Exactly. And, and, the, yeah. and the whole Robert California thing and the Nelly thing, I, I couldn't get into. If Catherine was, Tate. Like, you know, it's, yeah, there's some interest in, yeah, you're, you know, changing around management. People can, yeah, there's a little drama in there. But you know what? Eh. You lost what made everyone want to watch the show. Yeah. This incredible sense of awkwardness, like you were just watching the worst train wreck in the world. Yeah. And you literally, it's like you tried to do the show without that. And it was okay. Yeah. It was enjoyable. It's fine. And it was also incredibly predictable with what they were going to do, where yeah. they were going to go. Now they're ending the show. They can which hang their hats. The Hold their heads say, up high. I will say one thing about ending the show. And they, yeah, no more Robert California. The one thing they're going to do is you have a little more creative control when you know the show's going to end. Like that's oh, when like yeah. all the shit you've been saving, all the great plot lines that you can't do because they would change the face yep. of the show for the other. Like uh, the Entertainment Weekly interviewed Greg Daniels, the uh, creator of The American Office, and this just irritates Uh-oh. me because it's like really you completely run out of plot lines for these people. So of course this is all you're going to be able to do. Then we're going to really shake up things with Jim and Pam. There's going to be some drama in that relationship. We There's might There's always drama in that relationship. We might even bring back Roy for an episode. Oh god. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of like old guest stars and little yeah, nods just, but overall. They're going to fizzle out unfortunately. But if they're only giving it one more year I feel like, okay, I'll watch the last season. Oh, you're for sure going to watch it. This was going to be the make it or break it year. I was going to watch one or two episodes and then write it off like I'm probably going to write off Henyum this year because that was supposed to be the final year, but now they say they're going to go two more years. You're still watching Henyum? 
21 minutes? Sometimes it's like 21 minutes. And I want to know how he meets the mom. It's been stuck in my head for years. I don't know. So just tune in for the series finale. But then what if they don't answer it then? This then is they're the assholes. I, th- I, I thought they were going to answer it this year's finale. And I thought they were going to answer it last year's finale. And I thought they were going to answer it last year's finale. When yeah. I originally got introduced to this show three years ago, I watched like four seasons back to back. And they never met damn mom. No. Never happened. It's not going to happen. He just keeps telling his kids about stories how Neil Patrick Harris gets laid. I don't know why. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm over it. By the way, I just realized this, and I forgot. Talking about all of this terrible television jarred something loose in my mind, and I remember how I went to sleep last night. Oh, boy. So you, brother grad, hanging out. What you watching? I said, I'm going to my room. You uh, kick it here. And I lulled myself to sleep because I was told to give it another chance. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. Oh, no. I sure did. You did it again? I sure did. Did you watch episode one or episode three? Three. Gina, I would love a book report style report on what the hell happened on the third episode of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Well, seeing as how I just remembered I watched it, I uh, the recall of what I was watching is a little fuzzy. Well, but they were getting oh, this was was more about extreme couponing and about how he's better than sex. Oh, and Mama, thirty two years old. Thirty two. Ma- Elijah, uh, jaw on the floor right now. I thought she was. Rough high forties. She looks fifty. She's thirty-two. She's thirty-two. I, I'm trying to do this math here because Mama. she's got an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, who also is about to well, have. She a kid. was fifteen when she had Chickadee. Okay, so she and had then, Chickadee, and like, Chickadee's having her own Chickadee. Yeah, and then twenty at when she had Pumpkin, and then she took. And then there's another kid, Chubbs. Chubbs. And then she took a couple of years off and had Honey Boo Boo. And that was like, this is the last one. This is the one that's going to make it all for us. You're my pageant baby. Exactly. So now she's getting them into extreme couponing. Yeah, that's what Alana wants to grow up to be, right? A extreme couponer. Yeah. Like her mama. And then, oh, this episode was about that. It was about how she went to a new dance teacher who is also hideous and terrifying. And it says, got crown, divas do. She has her shirt she was wearing. Why? Oh, and Honey Boo Boo was in a bra. Ew. And I think little kids who are on the chunky side tend to do that earlier. I mean, that's a lot of fat deposit. And definitely, if you're eating that many, you know, food hormones and all that, yeah, definitely, yeah. I can see that. But it's weird, she's like for a six seven year old, or eight. Yeah, that is so wrong. But overall, would you still say it's the most boring show on TLC? It was super boring. And then the other part was they were having a weight uh, a weight loss contest, which who won. <laughs> I mean, did any of them? Did, did any of us really win by either participating or watching this? When the Honey Boo Boo family has a weight loss contest, yeah. there are no winners. Yeah, only losers. Yeah. So, uh, so Sugar Bear, the dad, wasn't on this episode, but Pumpkin. Oh, and they made a redneck slip and slide, which is a tarp covered in baby oil, and then they, the mama. Uh, sprays water at them. Elijah looks like he's going to be sick, by the oh way. Boy. Sprays water at them, and then they run through it, and they slide. It's a redneck slip and slide. No. And that's what they call it. Oh, and then they had a baby shower for Chickadee. You know what? It doesn't matter. It was they horrible. They happen so often, they just call them showers. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but ironically, because that... Oh, she's like, Cause they don't, only... Because they don't actually use that word yeah. for what it means. Exactly, because she goes, only a redneck can have a slip inside a mud wrestling contest in a bath, all in the same knee-high to a grasshopper. I don't know how they ended it, but it was real I, rough. I don't want to think about any of them bathing. Oh, they... Oh, God. Are you ready to throw up? 
Yeah. Are you all, everyone put down your lunch and your breakfast and everything. Ready? They kept referring to Mama's neck crust. (laughs) I did not expect you to go there. (sighs) Like they're at the grocery store, that the Piggly Wiggly. And Pumpkin comes up to Mama with some, uh, you know, uh, like like a steel wool. And like a Clorox, like, Mama, maybe you can use this for your neck crust. She's got neck crust? Oh, God. It just makes me never want to stop touching my neck. I need a palate cleanser right now. All right. Can we take a call? All right. We've been blowing up. I'm sorry we've been ignoring the calls, but we'll take a real quick uh, caller roulette. Hey, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? Julius, I'm watching you on my TV, man. Your breasts look huge on my TV. Thank you very much, Julius. That's you are such awesome. such a nice compliment. Thanks I'm so, so much glad. for calling. Do you feel like that was a palate cleanser? That was a total palate cleanser. <laughs> what the hell were we talking about before? Oh, God. I kind of knew it. I somehow knew it. I, the second I said take that call, I think I knew it, you too. You were instantly full of regret. Yeah, but hey. I forgot about the thing. Neck crust? Oh, no, I remember right, it again. Can, yeah. can, can I tell you a way to get rid of neck crust? Sure. Go swimming. Can okay. I tell you how not to go swimming? In your sleep. Sweet, sleep sweet swimming? Sweet swimming? Sleep sleeping? What, what did you really do last night, Gina? I didn't do it, but an Idaho woman did. She's, treating, she's being treated right now for hypothermia. She was found sleep swimming in a river in the middle of the night. According to the Cassia County Sheriff's uh, report, the unidentified 31-year-old woman who has an apparent history of sleepwalking left her home in Burley, Idaho, barefoot and in her PJs. Uh, her husband called the sheriff's office when she wasn't. She was missing. The door was open and no sign of wife. Oh, so she's walking out of the house like Mr. Magoo. Exactly. Neighbors and a search and rescue team began combing the area. The woman was found wet and hypothermic on the side of the Snake River about a quarter mile downstream from her home. But was she awake when they found her? I don't know. It says, following uh, Tuesday's sleep swimming episode, a Cassia County judge issued an order to have the woman's mental health evaluated. I don't Damn. think it's that. I think just strap her down at night. That's all? Just people sleepwalk. locked in? There's stories about people who sleepwalk through plate glass windows. I mean, they're not crazy. They no. just don't know how to stay down. Yeah, but... There's, you don't think there's some deeper problem when that's happening? Well, I think, I mean, I'm no scientist. <clears throat> if science wants to answer that, he's welcome to. But I think you're just missing that circuitry in your brain, that chemical that gives you that paralysis when you're sleeping. So when you dream you're walking, you got to get up and go walking. The rest of us have the juices or whatever that mm-hmm. keep us down. So uh, actually, comedian Mike Birbiglia is a sleepwalker. Really? And he has a book, and now it's being turned into a movie called Sleepwalk With Me. He walked out of a plate glass window on the second floor of a Holiday Inn. Jesus Christ! And was covered in glass and was totally confused. Did he wake up at that point? Yes, he does a full story about it. It's incredible. And now he says he sleeps in his bed in a sleeping bag with um, oven mitts on. So that way, even in his sleep, he can't untie himself from the sleeping bag. That's got to be fun for his wife. Yeah. That's how. Good night, honey. I'll just put my arms around this gigantic pillowy sleeping bag. This is comfortable. Sure glad I married you. Imagine she wakes up in the middle of the night and he just, you know, got up to go to the bathroom, but she sees he's not there. <laughs> she's like calling the the. She's like calling uh, the airport. Yep. She's like, you guys yeah. see anything over on the horizon? I don't know where this guy went. Yeah. 
People do it. I, you've never sleep slept walked. No, I've been. I literally. You stay down. I I solidify that term. You're out like a rock oh, because you're so you lucky. can't even move me. Once I finally get to sleep, I am a lifeless lump. Well, from what you understand, maybe you don't know what you're doing. Maybe you're having. Maybe you have a second life. Do Do we need to do a pretty good sleep study? It's not a bad idea. I mean, it could be as simple as uh, the video cameras on while Eat, we're sleeping. sitting, eating chips in the other room with a closed-circuit camera. Well, I was thinking he could leave it on a tripod and go home, but if you want to stay the night and just watch me sleep, Elijah. <laughs> Elijah, free. does that seem like a plan? You want to watch? Uh, you've His done stomach that. is curdling even more yeah. than the neck crust. Oh, God. You thought of uh, spending another night with this guy. Watching Randy. Yeah, you guys Shields, have, yeah, shared a room, Shields. and I apologize Wholeheartedly. I used to sleep talk. My mom sleep talks. My brother sleep talks. Everyone in my family does except my dad. So in the middle of your sleep, just... uh... I would sing. My brother would talk. My mom would sit up straight, hold an imaginary phone like she's auditioning for the Groundlings, and have the most boring, inane conversations with her friends. I mean, government secrets the woman does not have. Because they would have been, oh, you're both dying over this. She literally would sit up and go, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, if you bring 12 dozen cookies and I bring 14 dozen cookies, then we should have enough for the whole, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, no, I got to pick up Gina from dance. You got to pick up Brian from soccer. It is the most boring conversation you've ever heard Why in your life. Why is this not a reality show? I just want to watch people doing sleep talking. It is so Seriously, if the woman knew anything, we'd know by now. But she's just going about her day. I would sing. Now, what, what would you would you sing like songs? Or I, would well, be incoherent I, or no? They would be coherent. They were fucking hits. No, um, when I was little, I'd I'd sing in my sleep until I'd make up little songs because I made them up all day. Okay, because I make them up all night, and I I I would get into genres of music. My dad would pick me up from preschool, and I go, okay, I I learned a new folk song. I don't know what folk is a folk. It's a folk song. It was always a folk song. I didn't know what folk was or a country song. I didn't know what country was. Either. And I would just make up, you know, kid songs. So I would do that in my sleep. It's a folk song. It's a song in love. It was sleep. And then, you know, my brother is, you know, uh, probably a stormtrooper or something because that was, you know, early 80s. And uh, so we all do it. I have, I now know what it sounds like to grind your teeth. I've been doing it my entire life and I've never heard it, but it's gotten so bad I wake myself up doing it. Oh. It is the worst noise on the planet. That is terrible. My jaw and my teeth hurt so bad every day. I was told when I was 21 that I had the teeth of like an 87 year old in the, in the back. From just grinding? Grind them down did, while did, sleep. did you know you were doing it? I've been told. I was told by boyfriends. I was told by family. For me, that's one of those things I hear and I just don't like. I, I've never experienced it, so I don't know if I do. Because you hear you do it in your sleep. I don't think I do it. Yeah. But. Well, let's just put it this way: it was a relief to find out that's why I that's, had locked that's jaw why in the morning. It wasn't from yeah. something else. God, it, it does. It does make Can you feel imagine? really good when you have something you can't explain that's going on. And you instantly think it must be some terrible, terrible disease, something crazy. No, you're just a teeth grinder. Well, and that's the thing, because I've heard from a lot of guys that nothing makes them happier than when their lady or gentleman, but in this case, their lady uh, wakes, they wake up with their lady having sex with them. And they're into that. Are you into that? I mean, you could be down. It's never happened. No. I have not woken up that way. Really? You never died? Really? No. That's weird. All right. So, uh, have you woken up that way? Well, here's the thing. 
Does it work the other way? E, can you three camera that bad boy? Because first of all, people, the ladies want to see your face. And second of all, I need a man who's at this point unequivocally straight to help me out. Because you don't know where you are right I now. No don't idea. how dare you me. I have no idea. Thank you. So uh, here's the thing. Does it work for men or is that rape? No, no, you couldn't. I do not think you could just ease on into her in the middle of the night. Yeah, frame bang? No. E, would you be cool with a girl waking you up that way? Uh, I don't see why not. <laughs> it's fine, right? Yeah. Would you be cool waking a girl up that way? No. See? Yeah. You can't do it. No. Well, what if she was into it? Well, then I suppose if be... we've been in a relationship long enough, fine. What if she told you there's nothing I'd like more? Then do it. Oh, then then you get the okay. As I said, as long as she's fine, I'm not worried about it too much. But I you wouldn't wake up it. and be like, I have an idea. No. No. You know what? <laughs> there's other things you can do besides entering her yeah. that would be just as pleasant in the morning, I would think. Totally. Yeah. Listen to you. I mean. But you... I think that but if for whatever reason you got off. On the, on the frame bang. No, no, if that's what gets you off having sex with an unconscious body, no. No. <laughs> yeah. But, no. E, I find it very hard to believe in all of the relationships you've been in, not one girl has ever woken you up that way. You've no. never woken up inside another human being. Not quite, no. No, I just feel bad for you. I mean, I didn't think that was a normal thing. I, I mean, didn't think it was a normal what's thing. normal? What's yeah. normal? Next it's week, a- we're going to have a two-hour discussion, all the sexual things Gina thinks is normal. Oh, God. <laughs> People will never stop crying for oh, me. Yeah. Um, we love you, Elijah. Thank you for everything. Gina, quickly, for you. we only have a couple minutes before we get to get out of here. Oh, shit. We have to do some birthday shit. We are going to do super speed birthday because we love you guys and you guys deserve it. Big end of the show. Heidi and Frank want to get in here. So here we go. Hey guys, I have a family birthday shout out for y'all. My sister Lauren is uh, on the 23rd and I'm on the 24th and my dad Steve is on the 28th. Going to be a great night on my birthday. Uh, we're going to see Colin McCree and Brad Sherwood from uh, Who Lines It Anyway. Colin Mockery. Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry. Big happy birthday to the Brian Kurtz family. Kurtz and sister and dad, Lauren, you guys are the best. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, BK people. I got an email here from Gentry. Hey, GRNE, I was wondering if you'd be so kind to give my son a big birthday shout out for his 17th birthday on Thursday, August 23rd. He's a great son and a big brother. Listens to the PGP. We'll be thrilled to hear birthday wishes from you. Gentry's kid, David. Happy freaking David, birthday. David, happy birthday. Mwah, 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 mwah. We love you. We love you. We love you. Yay, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Last one real quick. It's Donisha. On the 25th is her 31st birthday. Tomorrow. Denisha, Have an amazing freaking time. We love seeing you at the picnic. Have a great freaking birthday. We love you, Denisha. Happy birthday. We love you guys. Thank you so much for being with us today. Gina, Randy, Elijah right here. Gina and Randy show. We'll talk to you next week.